Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Spawncast episode 244. Bit of a, a skeleton crew tonight, but I, th- I think it's gonna be a I think it's gonna be a good show. Why? Because there is a lot to talk about. Some stuff of historical por- importance where Josie had to let everyone know that she was 10 in 2013. So we'll <laughs> We'll be we'll be discussing the the GTA Six stuff, of course. The Zelda movie, which is ridiculous. <laughs> I gotta I got some thoughts on that. I got the Steam Deck OLEDs. We had a whole new handheld that was announced. Sony delaying half their lineup. We got a Game of the Year winner already over the weekend, and it wasn't Tears of the Kingdom. So uh, actually, a lot a lot to get into today. And we should see uh, OJ should be popping in here at some point. Uh, as we go we, we decided to use uh, another streaming service today just because we thought about the idea of maybe having uh one or two people from the patreon even calling in we have some time at the end so if you're if you're in the patreon now uh evan there's a there's a, a vip room right yep. that we can it's uh ten dollars and up for the tier you should see the vip room and we'll probably drop a link in there at some point okay. Okay, we'll we'll see how that goes. We'll we'll, we'll test it out. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, but I do want to give a shout out to some of the executive tier, executive producer members here: John O, Joshua Butts, Mister Joe, William Hogue, over there on the Patreon, the SpawncastNetwork.com. Big shout outs to them supporting the the shows over there. And I also wanted to give a shout out to our first sponsor for the Spawncast Network as they decided to come in, support the show with the sponsorship. That's the Game Orb. I have their link down below in the description. So you guys want to go check them out. Uh, They have a YouTube and they have a Twitch. And there was something I saw that I I thought was really cool here, by the way. This is over on their, their YouTube account. And so if you're not able to get out to say some of these different conventions or shows that are happening i noticed you see i was i was watching some of these i noticed that they go to like new york comic-con 2023 it's like 50 minutes and they're just going around exploring the show so if you've never been to one of these and you've just been kind of curious what it what it's like to kind of walk around and see what they have I, i would go check this out it's really cool actually and they also did uh they did nintendo live here as well there's pax west i that really caught my eye we're just some of the they do like the gameplay stuff here too but this i think is a really cool idea i hope the game orb keeps doing this because just be able to see some of these shows kind of from that perspective is is a lot of fun Uh, they also stream over on twitch so check them out there but definitely check out the their youtube channel here this game orb and i have it again linked down below shout out to shout out to the game orb for for being the first sponsor here uh, for for the Spawncast Network, so let me uh, let me also point out that later on this week, so that would be on I believe Friday night, we're gonna start the Game of the Year Madness as part of the Spawncast Network, the Patreon, where we are going to have I think thirty six games because we're gonna have, to have some write ins as well. Uh, we're gonna have a big bracket that happens, and we're gonna have communities vote on it as we go through all the way until the end of December and there's going to be a few of us that kind of stream as we go along and different parts of the of the bracket are filled out and upsets and winners are decided and basically I was getting to I was getting to where I was waiting for Super Mario RPG to come out because I had a feeling that might be able to qualify if I think with the list that I have which there are some games that are left out and I was a little surprised I uh, I I think it would need like an 84 five on open critic to make its way in because there are there are games like liza p that would have to be a write-in it didn't make the list which is crazy to me <laughs> but there are just a lot of really good games that came out 
So uh, I think it's going to be a really interesting uh, bracket, though, just because of how good 2023 was with games. So that'll start them. And we do have Monday. We already talked about this last week. Monday, there will be the nominees announced for the Game Awards with Jeff Keighley, the Keighleys. And people are wondering what's going to happen there. Uh, I guess the last decision, is there any big game they think gets snubbed because they are sticking to six, six spots? They're not expanding it. People thought they might just sticking to six. Do you have any any uh, any thoughts, Evan Josie, as to what gets left out? I mean, it depends on what you think of snub. I mean, anyone that's on there probably deserves it. It's just, I mean, like which which game do you think would be snubbed? Honestly, like Mario. I think I thought I thought about Mario because that would be a big deal if a game that scores a ninety three gets left out. But I also feel like people would think Starfield got snubbed if it wasn't there. Yeah, so, I'm gonna say Starfield. I don't think yeah. that's making it, but. Mm. There's a lot of really good. What if I'd be curious? What if Starfield? What if Starfield and Mario didn't make it, and instead Final Fantasy 16 slotted in? <laughs> that'd be that'd be kind of funny. I feel like something like that's probably happened. I don't know. Mario, I think would be awesome, but I th feel like it's so not the mold of what a Game of the Year nominee usually is. Like it'd be great if it was there, but I, I feel like I could easily see it not not doing okay. it. I think people think of like Game of the Year as the games that like transcend the norm or like what we're used to like i'm playing alan wake 2 right now and i can see how that would be in that conversation because it is a very unique weird kind of game in this like narrative experience uh so i, I that definitely stands out to me even though it's not rated as high as mario wonder so i i get that it, it's gonna be interesting uh i'm, I'm hoping for some weird thing to happen and and it's a, a games in there no one was expecting uh, i think like sea of stars would probably surprise a lot of people but would uh that'd I think be really cool yeah yeah i think it would fit in uh and i'm actually a little surprised this game dave the diver is more popular than i thought it would be people are mm -hmm. uh it was getting pretty popular people like this game it is in our list though for that that game of the year mad madness and it's it's up there it's a high rated game so that'll be be interesting to see that one too how uh how that goes what's so, like the what, front runner it's like all the stuff we've been talking about obviously right yeah i think yeah. the front runner is uh is boulders gate three again that already won a game of the year uh right. but that zelda uh i i feel like those are the two big ones that most people have like inked into place like they're definitely mm -hmm. there otherwise though it then falls to uh to, to things like starfield like mario wonder uh like final fantasy 16 like resident evil 4 uh, but there, there's a lot that could just pop into place and kick some other stuff out. I mean, if you just yeah. look at the list of like best rated games on like Open Critic that gets all of the scores together, uh, it's you have to scroll for a while to get to like 85 or something. So uh, it's uh, it's gonna it's gonna be interesting. Packed year. Spider Man Two, Street Fighter Six. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot. There's a lot there. There's a lot there. Let's uh, let's let's actually start. We're going to start with Grand Theft Auto 6. We might as well do this now. <laughs> Grand Theft Auto 6. Well, OK, hold on. I shouldn't say that. A new Grand Theft Auto is apparently apparently going to be revealed next month. They Rockstar said in a tweet just randomly, hey, we're going to show the trailer next month. It, it was odd to me because you feel like. You feel like you they just they just show up with the trailer, but they wanted to prime and prepare everyone for this thing a month in advance with a tweet that was a reply and it was like in a chain of tweets. It was just kind of buried in there. But I will say that tweet 
in less than 24 hours got over 120 million impressions and it's a reply tweet so it, they ratioed themselves with this tweet about the next grand theft auto they didn't say gta 6 just said next grand theft auto but that did then prompt people to post images of themselves josie you posted oh, an image yeah. of yourself <laughs> yeah what was the I context would... of the image um, I was 10 when GTA 5 came out, and now I'm 20, so I thought it was funny because I was like a little 10-year-old with a surfboard, or a boogie board, and then I posted myself now, and then I posted it on YouTube too, and I was like, for all the people who yell at me about the games from the 80s that I supposedly should know, but yeah, it was pretty funny. I was, I was 10 years old when GTA 5 came out? Yeah. Wow. You know, you're I gonna never be able played to it. You never played GTA Five, really? Like okay, I dabbled okay. now a little bit, uh -huh. but like at the time, I wasn't allowed to because I was ten. Oh well, yeah, yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, and I had no desire to. So, oh, it's a good game. If the single player's good, people are really into the online. Evan <laughs> and like the the. I mean, when it came out at the time the, on the 360, it was pretty impressive. It was on the 360. No, yeah, it was impressive. The characters were cool. The story was mm -hmm. okay. Yeah, Franklin, Michael, Tre everyone likes Trevor because he's just ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I mean, it's it's the story, I think, is is pretty funny and interesting. And it's that kind of that satire over the top that Rockstar does. And people are questioning if they still have that in them 10 years later with how a lot of the world's changed since GTA 5. But I'm still expecting that to be over the top, ridiculous, somewhat cartoony in a way. And I, I kind of think the art style is going to reflect that a bit. But you realize, Josie, in uh, six months, you're going to be able to do that same picture comparison for Mario Kart 8. Yeah, I know. Somebody tweeted that, and I was like, that's crazy. Yep. Yeah. Mario Kart 8, same. Is it? Mario Kart 8 came out six months, I think, after eight months. Eight months after GTA 5 came out. It was basically like the next year. So that's Mario just where Kart. we are with with Mario Kart. Same deal. Same deal. They're, they're always both on the sales charts together, too. It's just yeah. it's ridiculous. Yeah, uh, I've played a little bit of the online GTA, mm -hmm. like with the mods and stuff. It was pretty wild, but but I, don't know, I, I was never super into it. I think I just kind of missed the hype cycle of it where now it's just people who are like going crazy in the game, not really actually sure. playing it. Um, the yeah. controls are I mean, it's it's OK to play now, but the controls definitely have have aged a bit. So that's and unfortunately, Red Dead Redemption 2 is still a very slow controlling game where it's just not very responsive so i i'm hoping that they maybe figure that out with this next grand theft auto game uh, but they are not calling it grand theft auto 6 which is weird to me uh maybe maybe people, world maybe people are reading it too much into it because i even thought about it like why don't they just say it's grand theft auto 6 it seems pretty obvious but maybe they just call it grand theft auto and it just rolls along and that's it Jeez. it's just it's a 20-year game gta oh, yeah, plus I mean, this is a 10-year game. It's that Strauss Zelenik even mentioned in an interview, it's transcended three generations for consoles. 360, Xbox One, Xbox Series now, or obviously PS3, PS4, PS5. So that's insane. I'd like yep. an, <laughs> I'd like that to not happen. Well, I it probably will again. Again, it'll probably be 15 years this time. That wouldn't shock me. There, I that's kind of where I I think they're looking at that, saying, well, we can just this will just go on forever almost if we just update it. They never released any kind of single player DLC though for Grand Theft Auto 5. It it never touched it. It was very weird to me. But we did have those leaks a while ago for pre-alpha and it looked way better than it should for pre-alpha, I'll say that. Uh even though some people were looking at it a little concerned like oh this is 
this is Grand Theft Auto 6, uh-oh, but it was it was the point where you still had like words appearing above the the characters for AI and like it's, it was pretty obvious that it was just like wireframe almost, but it looked better yeah. than some games out now actually. But uh Evan, you you played a little bit of GTA online. Yeah, so little. You ran some heists with with friends, and uh, it's basically about getting as much money as possible and then buying a yacht, right? Yeah, you just buy places, kind of build a online life, I guess, and then just exist in the city, go around to other servers, stuff like that. What's this role play? What's the role playing thing that I, I see people talk about that? And I th- it was really big on Twitch, wasn't it, where people it, would watch this these still, interactions between people? Yeah, it still kind of is. Um, hmm. There, there was a big falling out. The big server had a ton of drama around it recently um Mm. but yeah that that what was interesting was it was uh all the rp stuff is run by 5m and apparently rockstar bought them in august so that that kind of plays into me thinking going forward they are going to be focusing heavily on the online and they are going to try to make what got so huge on twitch into something they can make money off of directly so that could be interesting to see going forward like really integrate a lot of the role playing elements into GTA Online. I almost wonder if it's just going to be like the Grand Theft Auto MMORPG, the Grand Theft Auto Metaverse, quote unquote, that uh, people are trying to turn it into anyway right now, but they just go all out for it. And it makes me wonder if the single player and the multiplayer will be fused in a way to where to play the single player, it's, it's just always online, but they have elements of people maybe phasing in and out of your world or just maybe they're just part of it in general. I, I don't know. It's hard to kind of envision it because you're right they they want to have basically their own economy going because they were doing the shark cards constantly made them stupid money Uh, i feel like they probably want to double down on that too there's there's word that this game could cost up to a billion dollars to make so i i think they're uh they're they're looking for a pretty hefty return i mean they did sell 190 million copies of gta 5 that is i think the second most ever in terms of game sales with minecraft being number one i think that's 300 something million so it's uh wow. yeah it's look when they show this thing next which i don't even think it's me at the game awards i think they just whenever they feel like it they just drop the trailer and the internet basically breaks i think it's going to be probably the biggest reveal we've ever seen in gaming history and it's going to be uh it's going to be impressive hopefully so yeah. expectations are high very, yeah, very I mean, high. 10 years. Like, you got to be doing something crazy. I did notice that Strauss Selnick also talked about generative AI in a kind of a sit-down talk. And I, I know AI is a controversial topic right now in game development, which actually that's another topic we have later on with Microsoft. But I did wonder if that might be... Because I don't think GTA 6, what it's called for now, it's coming out for another two years. I think this is a 2025 game. And I almost wonder if that's something they're going to have as part of their online because it's always connected anyway so if they have like their own i don't know chat gpt or siri or something that's just part of the online that's always connected anyway if that's like the big like the big secret for them is is these npcs will have lines generated for them that we can alter easily or it'll be able to search and find answers if you ask them like verbally through a microphone or something that's still in an awkward place have you seen that there's just yeah, yeah. people who walk over yep. someone and be like hey how's how's it takes a minute he's and then like a like, minute yeah. and a half goes by <laughs> nothing <laughs> but that's like those are like just modders who are doing it basically for fun right uh no there's there's like there's that one professional like decently built game i think the one company we're probably going to talk hmm. about i thought made something and i've in watched world. streamers yeah i watch yeah. streamers play it and they walk around the street and talk to people and then you have to wait 30 seconds for a response 
so he mentioned something interesting in that talk is we're they're kind of talking about how they these studios make their own game engines right that they use for the, these different games across their studios he mentioned developing their own ai that would be a whole thing and i thought wow are we gonna get to the point where these companies are making their own engines but then also making their own artificial intelligence setups to go along with that and like that's the future for online gaming in these worlds and and it's it's, it's gonna be interesting to see if we get to the skynet level and just uh it's just over at that point. Yeah, uh, so weird. So unpredictable, too. GTA 6, though, coming up. Coming up. I I don't know. You, you want to, to any bets? You think it's going to be called GTA 6 or something else? GTA 6, for sure. You I think feel it's like just GTA 6, the logo. Okay, okay. Yeah. The VI 6, yeah. Yeah. Okay. okay. You said, what did you say, Evan? GTA World? Yeah, GTA Plus, GTA Online only. GTA Plus. <laughs> I like GTA Worlds. Grand Theft Worlds. <laughs> Let's. Uh, okay, so we can also we can also talk about the the Zelda movie. <laughs> so th- this was this was announced ahead of the investors packet that they released, and it makes sense why because it was in there, and this is uh, clearly a response to how well the mario movie did although miyamoto said that they've been discussing this for a long time but i feel like when you see the kind of number that mario movie does over a bill 1.3 billion and then you're going to obviously go to your next property which is the legend of zelda it's 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 exploded up the sales charts with breath of the wild now tears of the kingdom it's live action though and the miyamoto keeps doing this thing he's done it before where he goes to Twitter and his first sentence is, this is Miyamoto. And then it's like, period. He, yeah. he did this. He definitely did this once before. And I'm trying to remember what the announcement was. Because I remember laughing about it then. Uh, I, I don't know. He He's an old guy using Twitter. I, there you go. Right. That's that's the thing. Or he's just like, or somebody's typing it for him. And they're like, they'll never know it's me typing instead of him if I just say, this is Miyamoto. But a live action Zelda movie. People started looking up the people i guess who are well no there was one person who (laughs) people weren't like thrilled about i think that is working on this with miyamoto uh, mostly because they apparently ruined the spider-man 3 movie (laughs) i I don't know uh I, i don't know how like all the stuff behind the scenes about that but I will tell you, with Venom being in Spider-Man 3, it didn't really do favors to the movie because it felt so rushed. So if, if that is the case, then I, I believe it then. But Avi Arad is working on it with Miyamoto. And Sony will be financing 50% of it. Sony That's pictures. so weird. I feel like it's I bizarre think... that they're working together. It's just business th- at that point. Th- they they know they're we... going to make millions. Yeah, we I know we look at Sony and we think PlayStation immediately. Even in this case, it's Sony Pictures, right? But people still go, it's, it's PlayStation doing it. And it's like PlayStation's over here, and then it's like Sony Pictures over here, right? And there, there's like, oh yeah, we're we'll make it. We'll, they saw the Mario movie. Oh yeah, we'll we'll do that. We'll fund half this, and they're also going to distribute it in theaters. So you will go to the theater two or three years from now and buy a ticket for a Zelda movie. Yeah, it's. I think it's cool. I mean, I think the reason they went with live action is because, depending on how you do it, it can be a lot faster than an animated movie. The house I'm in right now is going wild. Hold on. <laughs> I'm so sorry. You like a party going on? No, it's just kids. Did you leave a party to get on a video game podcast? Nah. No. 
Okay, sorry, I think it ended, but um, yeah. So it's, I think it's just faster a little bit because they don't have to do all the art and all that kind of stuff and all those artists and then animation takes forever. And I think it'd be better if it was animated for sure. But and they're back at it. But you get the vibe. <laughs> There's no way this That'd movie is done there. there like kind of how avatar was where it's a person but then everything else is just 3d generated in a green screen room around them like mm, I, well i mean they're, I, it's gonna be stylized right it's gonna be highly stylized mm, i kind of feel like they went live action just because they it's gonna have more of a mature tone than mario where mario obviously can get away with kind of the animation and being uh uh kind of a, a i guess more of a happier kind of movie i feel like zelda this movie could be kind of dark so maybe they want it to be a more of a serious tone with live action. And I now everyone's wondering who's going to uh, who's going to be cast as Link, who's going to be cast as Zelda, a Ganon. Why does everyone want Tom Holland to be Link? He's like such a big actor that I think it makes sense if they go the Hollywood route. And he mm -hmm. seems like he could he plays younger characters all the time and he looks sort of young. So. I think he like is a very obvious choice, but because of that, I feel like they probably won't want to go with him. My only concern is if you put Tom Holland in that role, everyone's going to then look at Link and think Tom Holland. They're not going to look at that. And you know, like all of a sudden he's completely attached to it and it, it'll probably ruin Zelda for me. So they can't do that. I like the idea of them just getting a random person we've never heard of that is good at acting obviously but like someone that you don't look at and go oh that's spider-man in, in a link costume right now or or that's that's nathan drake or whoever so it, i feel like tom holland's been overexposed in hollywood and now it's he can't have a role like this without immediately thinking of just oh it's tom holland dressed up as link so yeah i agree i think it makes sense for them to go with like a very unknown actor it's just so like uh <laughs> I'm sorry. This will end soon. Hopefully, I don't know. Hopefully, it's bedtime. You're gonna soon. kill the kids, Jesus. <laughs> it's like 20. I don't know. It's a baby party tonight. I don't know what's going on. I, I kind of, I kind of <laughs> want this movie to involve zero uh, lines to be spoken by the main character, just because How's that everyone work? was like, I know, just because everyone was like, oh man, Mario, they probably should not do lines, and then it was just Chris Pratt, and then they're like. All right, we'll do the Zelda one with no lines and show you just how bad that is. Link's supposed like, to be mute. How's that going to work? Well, he's mute as a character, but yeah, they're going to just have him they start, start talking. I don't know. That's going to be interesting. He's not supposed to be saying anything <laughs> other than like what he does, like grunts and yells and, and that sort of thing. Yeah, that hit. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It's going to be weird when uh, we see the trailer come out and he's just talking normally. Uh, and well, as long as he's like left-handed and well, I guess that's fine. You just but... end of the trailer is just excuse me, princess. And it's just, yeah. Like, you yeah. think that line's going to be in there somewhere? Somewhere. Kind of like the, I'm the juggernaut bitch from the X-Men series. Yeah. I feel like, in. but Miyamoto hates those games. Like that's the word is that people at Nintendo just do not like those, like those CDI games at all. They, well, they no, want them to just it. go not exist. Yeah. Or the movie, that, or that the was cartoon the animated series. Yeah, they didn't. They don't like any of it. <laughs> it's like, like that. none of that exists anymore. We don't. We don't want to deal with any of that. It would be a fun, like, just even if it wasn't said that way. Just, just excuse me, princess. That would be enough for people to be like, ah, okay, yeah, that, that I know that reference. We think this is two or three years away. At least, at least, probably two or three years away from being said that they have to push the time back and maybe do another year or something 2026 
That's fine. That's fine. Yeah, it really, it's going to come down to when we see our first trailer for it or first still shot, just something, or when they announce the casting. And then it's, it's just Chris Pratt. <laughs> yeah, I think the best way to go is unknown actors because otherwise it's going to be like, oh, it's Chris Platt, Pratt playing whatever. Like, it, voice acting is one thing, but when you see the face and stuff, it's just going to be, un it's not going to be, that's not going to be Link. You know, that's Tom Holland playing Link. Right. Yep. Pretty much, at least with Mario, Chris Pratt, I think did enough so that if you didn't necessarily know, you might kind of slip your mind. And you're like, oh, I don't I, I feel like I've heard that before. I don't know exactly who this is. So let's see. We did have the Steam Deck OLED. People, a lot of people got this thing, by the way. They have reviews on it, teardowns, the whole deal. And Valve basically rebuilt the entire Steam Deck. There are a lot of things they changed. Obviously, the screen, that's like a new OLED LCD, which is new OLED panel, which is nice. Has uh as new Wi-Fi. They redid the, the sticks. They even put a, put a little accent color, I think orange, on the power button. Uh, they redid the thermals on it with a different heat sink fan. They shrunk the fabrication to six nanometers. So the battery life is longer by up to 40% is what's being mentioned in some of these reviews. This seems like the, the Steam Deck they wanted to release years ago and couldn't. And it actually comes in still at that same price point for the 512 and the one terabyte model. I'm interested. I think I'm going to get one of these. But then they also talked about the Steam Deck 2. And they said the Steam Deck 2 is still two or three years off. And the reason, the technology doesn't exist yet to build it. This is, in their mind, as good as it's going to get for now with that price point, which means they probably could build like a $2,000 Steam Deck that would do it. But realistically, not a lot of people are going to buy that. It's just the way it is with pricing. But I, I like it. Uh, I don't I don't know if, if either of you are picking one of these up. Uh, I still think this is kind of a, a niche item in the grand scheme of things as people who play on really nice PCs are just going to play on the really nice PCs. <laughs> so, yeah, I think it's fairly niche. But I mean, it's cool. I just I also thought it was funny that they call it the Steam Deck OLED because it's just literally like Switch to Switch OLED and Steam yeah. Deck to Steam Deck OLED. But it's good marketing. Yeah, people, people, people know OLED. Even if they don't have an OLED, they're like, I I feel like that's that's like a high quality that one's better yeah that one's better yeah what's the price point of that i think it starts at for the oled model 549 i think it was capped at seven for the special i think or was it's like it the, yeah yeah it's like 750 for the special yeah. edition it has like this like uh the translucent like gray it's plastic smoke one gray. terabyte storage yeah i so think it's, it's almost uh, the exact same colors as the smoke gray n64 because it has mm -hmm. the orange with the smoke so it looks kind of yep it looks nice. It, lo it does look good. I will say that. But realistically, I would probably go with the 549 one because I think Dave 2D mentioned that when you put the anti-glare coating on it, it kind of takes away a bit from the OLED. So like if you look at your Switch OLED, it you'll notice it's very glossy on the front. Almost. I mean, it looks it's like glass basically on the front. Uh, that actually just kind of enhances the colors that o the OLED can do, especially when it turns off the pixels, whereas anti-glare kind of makes the pixels still look sort of gray like there's light behind it just because of the, the coating so i would i would actually go with the 549 model myself um, that's probably what i'll do is go over the 512 gig to check it out on the channel but that launches this week coming up and what's interesting about that is that that means that the steam deck is probably going to have an oled when the next switch does not so that'll be that'll be kind of yeah. strange i will admit uh, I, I yeah, think Nintendo's I mean, they could just release a Switch 2 OLED down the line, right? I mean, it's probably the marketing there. I think that'll be the strategy. They'll keep the same 
specs uh, things get cheaper oled goes in and that's their switch to oled or whatever they have it whatever it's called uh, but this, I, I don't really know if a lot of people are going to upgrade to this one if they already have the Steam Deck, unless they really want that OLED display. But performance-wise, it's like 10% faster, I think, is what was shown, just because they increased the memory speeds for it. But if I, I ever uh... get a Steam Deck, maybe this will be the one. But <laughs> I'm not really a PC person, so I don't really have too much of an incentive, honestly. The Steam Deck makes it a bit easier just because it's you just get the handheld and then you just start downloading stuff on steam. But yeah, this is, I think this is a, a good fit for people who are already really into PC. Although technically it's a good entry point too. So with how much video cards cost 549, 549 in the PC world is actually cheap, <laughs> which yeah. is, which is funny to say that. But when you look at like video cards that are upwards, $1,500 for just the video card, then you got to get everything else around it. It's like, okay, that's 549 is not bad. <laughs> Yeah, I've been I've been looking at building like a PC for a really long time. I built one for my dad a while ago. Yeah, and it's just it's about getting the money because it is pretty expensive. So it's a good price yeah. point for sure. It's just I don't know if I will ever need something it's, like that. It's interesting, Josie. I just realized something. We talk about how you missed like certain generations in gaming, right? You know what you really missed? The early days of video cards when they weren't this expensive we would get budget cards that were actually budget they would come out and they would try really hard to hit the 99 dollar price point for a new video card That's and it was pretty crazy. impressive because but they would they would make it happen those were kind of wild times though because they would show mm. you specs but then they would lie about some things because that, that, <laughs> that yeah, one card that i yeah. got the the amd 5770 i think it 5770 was. that was a beast of a card too it's it was a beast on paper but my my older nvidia card ran all my games better because the amd stuff didn't do like a pre-bake thing so playing bad company 2 it took like five actual minutes to load into an online game of just sitting there staring at a load screen it was insane i remember way back when i think it was a it had to have been at Best Buy. There was an, a card called the 8800 GTX or GTS or something. Uh, and I remember going in there and that was the top of the line card at the time. And I looked at the price and it was $239. Man. That was top of the, like, that was like the best card you could buy at that time. And eventually they launched like an even better card, but 239, that was it. And I was like, all right, I, I'm going to do it. I'm getting this. And I need to do power supply too, because of course he's like, that's always what it is. Yeah. But it was, it was, it was funny thinking back on that because that, that was that was one of my favorite cards ever released. Is that eight eight hundred? It's a really good card, um, but they don't make them like they used to. Those are the good days. Also, after COVID, days. I feel like it all went really high. Uh, yeah. Like, oh yeah. It just exploded. Yeah. Yep. There's chip shortage, inflation, a lot of stuff working together and basically working against us. Yeah. But eventually. Uh, actually, I shouldn't say that because NVIDIA keeps making their cards more expensive. So, <laughs> hey, maybe Intel will figure it out and then you can get a cheap Intel card. <laughs> So eventually uh, let's talk about let's talk about. OK, so we just did the AI st stuff before kind of with uh, with Grand Theft Auto. But we also have Xbox and this company called InWorld AI. And uh, you kind of you touched on this a little bit, Evan, with the, the role playing stuff with Grand Theft Auto and the idea of having AI built in. But InWorld is going to work with Microsoft to, as they say, deliver an accessible and responsibly designed multi-platform AI tool set to assist and empower creators in dialogue story and quest design. And apparently the tool set, it's an AI design co-pilot and it will allow you to, they say more creative ideas, turning prompts into detailed scripts, dialogue trees, quests, and more, and AI character runtime engine that can be integrated into the game client, enabling entirely new narratives with dynamically generated stories, quests, and dialogue for players to experience. So 
talking generative AI for NPCs, for example, where they will kind of react to what you were saying in real time rather than just have a scripted line that they kind of randomly choose from at any point. And this this had uh, quite the response on line when this was announced. Oh, yeah. People people don't like the word AI, right? Like at all. Like it's, it, it, we used to talk about AI in games, right? Where it's just like okay, the the enemy's path trade, like where they're going, and and they could how they react there. Now we're to the point where it's more just AI with I don't know AI doing all kinds of stuff like art and uh, yeah. I think the AI creativeness is like what most people don't like because it's like. They either draw in on a different like actual artist and they, they base everything mm-hmm. off of that. Or in this case, I feel like a lot of the anger and stuff is like that's kind of taking jobs, right? Like it's going to take away a voice actor's job. It, it might like take away a, a, a writer's job. And that was like part of the writer's strike, unless I think, right? The Well, they're part of the actor's strike, I know, because... Uh background actors were supposed to start signing contracts stating that they would be 3d scanned in so they could be used as ai generative background people and they wouldn't actually make money off of it it was just a thing that they were thinking of doing ai will do a lot of stuff with voice too ai does voice yep uh i think in genshin one of the people who voiced something over got found to be a complete asshole so they cut their voice completely out of the game and replaced it with an ai voice hmm there you go (laughs) yeah that's i i get that people are worried about like like you said the kind of the creative copyright nature to it where it can just start taking uh other people's voices or likenesses and roll it into assets and other things in a game because the ai does not have any kind of like emotion or judgment attached to it it's it's just it's there to get the job done and if it's stealing it's stealing and that's it (laughs) Um, yeah, that's but... what I think all the controversy is about. I don't like it. I mean, honestly, I think it's kind of, and you know, AI. Yeah, you know, I like unless someone's editing through it, they're gonna write up like the most very basic unhuman script, unhuman dialogue. It's gonna be like get the point across. No, you know, unless they like somebody else looks over it and goes into it really deeply. I, I just think mm-hmm. it's not gonna have the same quality it would if a, a human being made it. I think I think if AI so AI the way it can evolve it could either be one of the greatest things I think for humankind or or the biggest disaster ever for us it, it's it's so weird how like how extreme either side of it is I feel like the way so they describe it as kind of a tool set that people would use they say copilot as in they say the AI wouldn't take over, but the AI wouldn't take over. Uh, I, I still picture the movies where like the AI just slowly evolves over time. And before we know it, like it's, it's basically ruling us. But the idea is you have a co-pilot an AI that will help you with mundane tasks that might take you longer to do if it's not there to help you. And to me, that's that I feel like if you have that going for you and you develop those kind of tool sets for your creators, you feel like the games would get, you feel like the games would get done faster, or a task would get done faster. Well, uh, but then I also think that executives, people at the top, would say, "Oh, good, now there's just more time to do other things," and then just keep that same five-year cadence. Just try to get more out of all of the people who are working there. Oh yeah, that's kind of where the issues are because I mean, it could be a, a side tool for a while, but in some instances, they use those situations to have the AI learn what the person that it's side tooling for is doing mm-hmm. so that they could eventually get rid of them and then yep. just have the AI handle it. Whoever's doing this should genuinely though, when they're working on games, make it Clippy. Just have Clippy pop up on the I screen. About that. Like, hey, I noticed yeah. you're programming a video game. 
be great. <laughs> yeah, I, it, it would be interesting. You know, I would feel a lot more at ease if it was Clippy who was representing the AI revolution. I would. <laughs> uh, it's uh, I. So to me, there. I also think if you look at AI in the sense, because we're looking at it as executives would completely mishandle and abuse the AI revolution, we can say in the workforce where, okay, I, I don't have to pay this program and now I can eliminate these 20 jobs. No, yeah, Let's just do that, right? We're 100% going to right. use it while telling everyone how much more expensive games are and constantly raising the prices. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it's so sounds hard like still. EA. It's so hard. So I also want to give the other side of it, though. If we believe that AI could get that good to where, let's just say, it, it could, they believe it could replace it. It worked. They were able to release the game. I also feel like there would be indie developers who, let's just say this is, for example, built an Unreal Engine. Unreal Engine gets so good with AI that it can do all these things. Or other engines, Unity or others, where indie developers have access to it as well. I almost wonder if that means that a 10-person indie team could come up with games that we look at now as like AAA and impossible for them to create in four or five years. And all of a sudden, because of, of the AI's abilities and what it can do, all these smaller studios can come up with these really creative ideas and get them out the door. Uh, that That's kind of another way I'm looking at it as well, is it would definitely be something that executives would abuse, but maybe it could be something that indie developers could also take advantage of and create some really cool things with. No, yeah, it is. It is a bit back and forth. People have talked about how, like, even with the AI we have now, like, if you individually wanted to start a business and you didn't know people or anything, you could just turn to AI and it would make your website, get all of your, like, background shipping and everything set up, get all of your, get everything. Like, you as one person could have a fully fledged, like, almost Amazon tier business as like something it could be, just from that. And that's kind of cool to think about. It's also a little like, huh. It's a lot of people. You know, what kind of reminds me of Evan. When we were like when we were in uh, like school way back when, right? Whether it's elementary school or, or middle school, what have you, we had the calculator, and that was a big like you're not allowed to use a calculator like that. You can't just punch the thing in. And the teacher would be like, "You're never gonna have a calculator walking around your pocket ever." And now we have phones that I can actually type into the phone, and it will then tell the teacher that she's. I don't have to say anything. Like the phone will tell the teacher they're wrong now, right? So it it does make me wonder about AI in the future. We'll say 15 years from now, how how much that could change everything. And it, it I think there are a lot of people who are very afraid of it because it could also replace a lot of people. And that's just kind of what happens with technology in general. As we go through, cycles happen, and technology makes. I mean, really just jobs unnecessary then and it's i feel like we've been through this multiple times oh, every yeah. generation it, I think it constantly more. cycles i think the trick is yeah. that ai is just more of an umbrella of like it could make everything redundant if it hits to a certain point yep and it's just like, yeah that's at that, that, that point i feel like ai just just rules the world then that's it it's yeah. over <laughs> you know like we're we're, we're the we're the we're they're above us then and it's it's like ultron I saw I like a AI program that like edits your videos or something. And I was like, gee, like that just takes away like editors. Like there's almost no need anymore. If that gets good enough. And then I don't know. I think there just has to be so much uh, like laws and like it, a lot of protocol around it to make it so it doesn't 
take. I think there's over. still a, I, I think there's still a human element too, though. Like well, Evan will come up with one interesting of, clips at no, times yeah. to put in there, and AI. Yeah, but but if, right. but if the AI, yeah, but if the AI figures it, like that's the thing. But I think one of the more recent things within copyright or trademark, mm-hmm. I can't remember, was that if you use AI specifically for that, and then that's just it, you don't actually own it, like because it wasn't. Mm. There's like that need to have like human hand in the final product that if you do just generate something completely and don't basically cover it almost completely up by your own work afterwards, it's not actually yours. You, it's just something that's out there and people can just use it. So it's just, mm. it's weird. It's weird how it is right now. Yeah. I would be more concerned about how far AI can go and, and uh, if it's able to eventually act on its own because of our rapid development of it before we understand it completely. And that's, that's where I think things really become a problem. I think we're even thinking too small when we worry about like a couple of jobs being lost from it. I'd be more concerned about it eventually getting to the point where it exponentially grows. And then that's, it's too late. It's over. So that's, it's, I think that should be the real concern. Yeah. It's also cool that like for indie studios that could be utilized, but also I think something that's very cool about indie studios is like the restraints that they're given. They work within that and they make something really cool out of that situation. And I feel like if AI were to be more integrated, it could sort of take some of that. I mean, it would totally just take some of that away. You know, they wouldn't have to work in those conditions, which might make, you know, the people happier, which is great, but it's not going to make that product quite as special, I would argue. Mm-hmm. I still think there's a, a while to go for that, and I, th- I still think that just nuance and human uh, input is still very necessary for it. And I, I don't know, I'd be curious to see, for example, if Unreal Engine really, which I think they they are. <laughs> I think you're going to, AI is working its way into Unreal Engine, for example, and I think it'll be interesting to see if that is able to accelerate these smaller projects and uh, make it so indie developers can create some pretty cool things. So that's, yeah. uh, that's and I'm small curious. things are cool from AI. Like, like they, they do little things in a premiere premiere pro has like little AI mm-hmm. tools that are great. Yep. Um, but yeah. Google, yeah. Microsoft, they're all using it now. It's, it's yeah. there. Even, a, even Adobe, though, because that is Premiere, has been basically yelled at for their use of AI with right. Firefly, I mean, it's which is their aggressive. core thing. Because, yeah, it seems like, yeah, it just looked at their online collections of artists' stuff and just went, oh, we're just going to scrape all this. Figure it out. <laughs> this is ours now. Yeah. Good. Thanks for posting here. This is ours. Yeah. Do you think that you think AI would refer to itself as ours or mine when it takes it? This is ours mine. now or this is mine now? Probably all think mm. they're individual. <laughs> if we're going like Terminator rules, I don't know. Yeah, what happens if these AIs start running into each other and start talking? <laughs> yeah, Chap GPT got Grok now. Uh, there's well, uh, I thought, no, I thought they did that. There was some guy who basically started a prompt between AI to see how it. Would oh, go. it's over then. Man, it's it's all over. Oof. <laughs> uh, well, there you go. We don't, I don't know what's. Eventually, we're going to hear about this being used for a game. But I will say, there's a lot of people who are like really like against like I'm not I'm not gonna play any of the games that use AI. I'd be careful with that because I feel like you're not gonna even know some of the games are being made with AI until it's too late. Like you'll have beaten the game and they'll come out later on. We sold five million copies and uh, all thanks to the to AI. <laughs> so I would, uh, yeah, that's gonna they're gonna sneak that in there. I'm telling you, there's gonna be some games that you don't realize was made by AI until till you already played it. Let's talk about Sony. Sony. Sony had some some news that we'll say this week. They announced that 46.6 million PlayStation Five systems have sold. 
which is pretty good. That actually puts them back on pace, I believe, with the PS4, despite being well behind it with the shortages that were happening a couple of years ago when they launched it. Uh, they're back to PS4 level launch aligned, which is good. And Spider-Man 2 sold 5 million copies already by the end of October. So in less than two weeks, less than, yeah, less two weeks, 5 million copies. That is ridiculous. That is for a game that's $70 and being sold on, I mean, they have here 46.6 million systems. That's pretty good. That actually was ahead of Mario wonder. Mario wonder is 4.3 million. I believe I was a little surprised on that. I thought Spider-Man two would have been outsold by Mario, but yeah. I guess, I guess not. I mean, the game's really good. I, I enjoyed it quite a bit and Spider-Man's very, very popular. But I, I figured the install size would constrain it a bit. Apparently not. Hmm. Spider-Man's been pretty hyped up recently, too, with all the movies and stuff. I think there's just a lot of excitement around it that maybe helps with that as well. Did you play? You, you didn't play Spider-Man 2 yet, did you, Josie? Not yet. I want to. I will at yeah, some Ask point. for it for Christmas. Just, just, get, it, just get, it, get it for I, Christmas. I <laughs> the game's really good. You like Miles Morales. I love Miles Morales, yeah. This is I'm like, like... I'm like... I just started the first one on my... Oh, okay. Places, okay. So the remastered one yeah nice nice okay good good it's like i mean it's like that but it's like dialed up to like 11 you get the yeah. wingsuit flying around yeah. and you, the symbiote suit is it's pretty good it's, it's pretty awesome like uh, evan you actually that's the one ps4 game i got evan to play with spider-man back at, back in the day <laughs> and uh, i don't know you're gonna get spider-man 2 when it comes to pc evan no no okay well there you go <laughs> it's a very hey. linear hero game it's not for me oh man it's good though. It's good. I figured you'd like it because mm. of the the, the Spider Man lore and the comics no. that are attached to it. No, no, okay. I don't. I don't really care about that. I've watched people play it. It seems fine and functional. It's just not for me. I will say with PC, they do have the the Dual Sense stuff. Works really well with it. I, I I fired up Death Stranding here just to check out the ultra widescreen monitor again with it, and the Dual Sense works completely fine, just like it does on the PS5. So I was a little surprised on that one. So it's uh would work well with Spider-Man. Spider-Man does a lot with the the web swinging on the triggers. So, but yeah, it's I mean it's rolling along for Sony right now. The PS5 is uh they they're still looking to sell a ton of these things. They have to sell I think another 16 million systems in the next 6 months to get to their goal, which they have packages for Call of Duty that's packed in and they also have Spider-Man so those are the two big bundles for the holidays. I think they're going to get there just because of those two bundles are really going to help. Yeah, so. I think that's going to be a big Christmas item this year, especially because it's like way more readily available than any other year. Yeah, so. they, they have a lot of I when I because I, I got the slim to do a video on and it was not hard at all to get it. It was just, they had tons of them at GameStop. I think Best Buy probably had them pretty easily Walmart. So no issue at all getting the slim. Yeah. Uh, and and it, it, it just comes with Call of Duty. It's the same price with or without it. So it's like yeah, you get Modern Warfare yeah. 3, even though it's not a very good Call of Duty. It's you still get it. I don't know. I mean, it's Call of Duty. It's it's selling on brand power. It's like Pokemon at this point. Yeah, that'd be good as long as it has that title on it. But along with those sales numbers, Sony announced that six of their 12 live service games are being delayed, which I thought it was 10 live service games. Apparently they're, they're doing 12. So I, I feel like they threw two extra ones in there, but they were kind of running out of time because they were trying to release these things by March 2026, which is in two, two and a half years. So I, there, no way 12 games are going to come out in two and a half years. Six even still kind of 
feels like a lot for a live service game that is like a title that's trying to pull a lot of your time, like a Fortnite, for example. By the way, Fortnite, did you see it went back to the OG map? Oh my gosh, yes, I'm actually having so much fun. Oh, you are playing it. You're playing yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I I was off of Fortnite for a long time and then I just got back on it because a bunch of my friends were excited about the OG maps. It's been pretty fun. You playing on a PS5 or Switch or Xbox? Um or? Switch. Okay, okay. It's uh yeah, they went back to OG map. Uh, by the way, 44 and a half million people signed in in a day in that game. <laughs> so when you see those numbers, which is the amount of PS5s they've sold now throughout, you know, the first three years or whatever they obviously they want to try to make something like that and they're going to take a shot at six times apparently in the next two and a half years which that still seems like a lot of games to try to fit in they're all multiplayer games i think statistically one of their games is going to do maybe a tenth of what some of the better live service games does like i feel like they're not going to hit a gold mine they're going to get like one that's kind of like eh, and they're going to think it's great and it's going to level out and there's going to be like shit <laughs> well here's the other thing with that is these should all be pc releases too all, i think all their live service games are ps5 pc they, day one. they have to it's death if they're just like only console <laughs> no yeah that's not gonna so work. i'll be curious evan you're you maybe you maybe you'll be snapping up a couple of these live service games from sony it depends on how they do it because okay. i mean if they make it just a hey you can just download it and try it out maybe i'll take a look at it but if they're just like hey 60 bucks and then you know uh, buy a battle pass and 70 I'll like, mm. uh, <laughs> oh yeah because it is sony directly even though most companies still on pc are like 60 or 50 or 70 dollars hey the take two ceo said that uh they should be charging a dollar an hour that's how much game should cost, which actually for Spider-Man means it should have been like $32 for me. So I'll take that. <laughs> yeah. But, but, uh, for, I guess they think for Grand Theft Auto with how many, you know, hundreds of dollars, but, uh, yeah, I think, I think Sony is going to do the good old $70 price for those, but free to play makes sense for at least one or two of them. Uh, I just however, hope there's an actual game behind, uh, like, it's yeah. not just that, which I know it's not going to happen, but like if they want to do well, they have to have more. Like, and I've said this on a lot of times when we talk about live service, like, mm -hmm. and every company is astounded that their live service game didn't just bang like Fortnite. And Fortnite is like the one live service that keeps doing well. Okay. And Again, to be clear, Fortnite did well after they changed. Right, right, right. They were a shit game. No one wanted to play until it became Battle Royale. Like, right. Shout out to PUBG. <laughs> yeah <laughs> but they made it so like easily accessible and for mm -hmm. some reason it was so just huge like with kids with even like adults and stuff and i just feel like i don't think there's gonna be any other like thing that does really what fortnite did i might be wrong but i just it's not probably gonna happen without something different like you can't just do fortnite again and think it's gonna bang like fortnite did they, they, they were they were right place right time definitely because it was right. PUBG, and that was very extreme feeling for people and then it was just fortnite which was the cartoon equivalent which everyone could kind of get behind which exactly yeah, it worked mm -hmm. yeah that's PUBG was definitely like i almost wonder if PUBG didn't exist what would have happened to fortnite it, like, they I probably like would have shelved just, it they 100 yeah. would have shelved it it had been like i think two three years and like no one was really playing it yeah the save the world was that the mode save the world yeah yeah, yeah. you had to, you had you had to buy it and then you had to buy the llamas because there were items in there that just you couldn't get too far in the game without any kind of power-ups it was garbage the issue we run into though and this is something that i think these companies are realizing is if you want to copy a game's concept like fortnite 
it's not coming out for four or five years. So yeah. you might be late to the party. I think that's what happened to hyenas. I, I feel like that was going to be kind of, I feel like it was, that was looked sort of like a, I guess a lawbreakers finals kind of thing. And it took a while to make it. And apparently it cost Sega a lot of money too. And they got to the finish line. They just canceled it. The game was done. People already played it. And there's like, Nope, not coming out. So the fact that Sony has so many in development, I, I hope they have some very unique concepts to my understanding. Some of the games they have at London studios has an intellectual property. They showed concept art. It looked different at least. So I'll give them that uh, last of us. Multiplayer is still in development marathon that's in 2025 there's a horizon multiplayer game insomniacs making multiplayer game fair games concord those are already announced deviation games had their it seemed like their budget cut they're still going so i don't know if they had it maybe just delayed internally and i think there's gonna be some cell phone games i think mobile games will be counted in there as well because they have savage game studios so they yeah. they have a lineup at least, but we'll see. You also have to like take people's attention from something like Fortnite. Like not everyone's gonna have all this time to put into all of these games, right? So it's like right now with the time I have personally, I'm like, okay, I'll play I'll jump on Fortnite with my friends. But like you have to become that game that people jump on with friends and they need to basically I might be off base because I'm might not be the target here, but you have to basically get that to be like that one game that people keep coming back to right you play you play fortnite right josie yeah you're the target audience well yeah exactly <laughs> that's what i'm saying so it's but it's like if you want to capture us you have to like mm -hmm. do something that fortnite isn't doing and we have to right. have a reason to leave fortnite and stop playing on this game that is so easily accessible and it's not even like the best game but it's fun because i can jump on there with my friends you have to get us to pull over to this other thing and i just I wonder how they're actually going to, if anything is ever going to do that, honestly, like I'm sure something eventually will, but if, it, if they're just going to rinse and repeat and hope for the best, it's not going to happen. Right. That social aspect that it's hard. It's hard to need people to come over in bunches, not just one person. Right. Like you need everybody to come over. So that's yeah, like you need me like tough. being like, guys, this is the new game. We're going to jump. Like you need, you know, friend groups going from one to another one. Mm -hmm. And I, Especially if you have to buy it, <laughs> you yeah. gotta pay for that thing. Good luck. I, and right. I feel like I feel like the big thing people forget is how easy the engine that was being used for Fortnite allowed them to pivot so quickly and put out so much more content in such a speedy way. Because I feel like a lot of the bigger companies create these way too elaborate systems that it feels like if they adjust something slightly, they just you know rubber band snaps, whole game falls apart for like a week and there's like, Oh, we got to get back together. And it just takes too long to do anything. Whereas Fortnite, like is just constantly, Hey, there's a concert today. Uh, we're going to take yeah. a chunk of our Island out and put a new chunk in. Here's a ton of new guns and vehicles. Like it's, yeah. you gotta be, you have to be fast. You have to be able to in a month, put out like three or four big things. Like it's just and crazy. War Warzone did something similar where it was like, I, I, I'm not a Warzone person, but, you know, tons of people love and play Warzone, but that is, like, the thing that they play, right? So it's, like, mm -hmm. those two games did something successful, and somehow some other company has to get rid of one, essentially. So I think that's how it's going to it's gonna have to work, honestly. Ryan uh, dropped in the comments. Mystic Ryan said the Deviation's probably getting their funding from a different publisher, saying that SIE, Sony Interactive Entertainment, probably backed out. Yeah, I could see that. I, they're still going to try to make something, I think. I think he's right there. They just had to shed some of their workforce that Sony was basically uh, funding. So 
Um, but I mean, I'll be curious. I'm, I'm, I'm really curious to see what they would come up with then. But Sony at least has some stuff in the tank. We'll just, it's going to be a while. I bet you some of those games are PS6 games then too. If they're coming out after 2026, another six of them, something's going to end up on the PS6 then at that point. It's just, it's, it is weird to think that, you know, six years from now, something could be coming out that they're working on now, but that's just, just how it is in gaming. It's, it's weird to think that the PS5 has been out for so long. You know, people are going to realize that now, right? It's been, yeah, it's been three years, right? Yeah, is it this, bizarre. is it this week that is, or it, is that the anniversary of this week for its release? I don't know. I had to look to see when the PS5 uh, exactly released in the US, November but I feel 12th, like it's 2020. Oh, it's to, it's tomorrow. That's wild. Wow. It's really been three years since the PS5 came out. That is crazy. Two of those were COVID years, though, so they almost like, I don't know, it almost feels like they don't really count. Yeah, we had a lot of cross. I think the cross-gen stuff is what throws people off because it feels like this generation just took a while to get going. Even though they had like like Demon Souls their day one, for example, and then we had like Returnal and Ratchet and Clank. It just doesn't feel like that really big game showed up that was only PS5, maybe until recently with something like, uh, like Spider-Man 2. Uh, but otherwise, Horizon, Gran Turismo, God of War, those are all cross-gen. So. But it will uh, hopefully now start picking up that I think we're beyond the PS4 and the Xbox One. We'll see with the live service because maybe maybe there's a PS4 logo in there. Let me go over to some of the Super Chats here. <clears throat> Nick Robbins says, what's the likelihood of Nintendo releasing an NFL Mar- Mario football game or a basketball game? And did you 100% the Special Worlds Plus badge marathon as well? Josie, did you do that? Um, I think, wait, wait, what was the last part of that question? I didn't hear that. It was, did you, did you 100% the Special Worlds plus yes. badge marathon as well? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Wow. You did all that. I love Mario Wonder. I've played it like four times now all the way through it. And you, did, you didn't put it in the game of the year discussion. Look at this. Well, it's my. It's probably one of mine, but I just don't think Mr. Keeley is going to think the same Mr. way Keeley. I do. <laughs> he, he doesn't even decide. I mean, he always has Delvey. I'm not putting these up here. Yeah. That's funny. But That's I, funny. I, I've been wanting a Mario football game for so long. I think it'd be so cool. Retro Studios was working on an NFL uh, game a while ago, a long time ago, because they didn't think the GameCube apparently was going to get the get the Madden. And that was in a did you know gaming video actually recently and it was pretty interesting to see that they apparently were building it and if they had made it and they were able to get the license i bet you they would have done nintendo characters like mario in there just for fun we had that, that mario awesome. uh nba street was a volume three where mario was in it <laughs> it'd be this cool is... to do something like nba jam but with the mario characters oh uh, that would be fun i see we we're so used to getting the base the standard sports games from for like what tennis golf uh, uh that kind of thing right uh strikers which is unfortunate i like trying to forget that one but yeah they 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 do the basics i wouldn't mind seeing them try something like that like here's a nfl football mario game or here's a basketball i don't know it'd be fun yeah shake it up a bit For real. or a boxing game that'd be lit a boxing game <laughs> wow. mario cricket yeah, they uh, get like visibly messed up. That'd be so funny. Man, you sort of hyper violent rugby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. T. Joe says with 50k physical copies, 
of uh, Star Ocean 2 sold in Japan. What are the chances of them remaking its sequel, Blue Sphere, and finally bringing it outside Japan? I think at this point, Square will... I feel like they're going to move on to a new Star Ocean game. I don't know. I wouldn't mind it, though. They should... I like that art style. I hope they use it for more things. I think Xenogear should be next, though. I think that would be really cool. Alpha says, anyone have any Zelda clone recommendations before the indie dev days from the 80s, 90s, 2000s? Tears of the Kingdom has left me pretty disappointed personally. Uh, Zelda clones from the 80s, 90s, and 2000s. It's a good question. I can tell you one recently is Blossom Tales. That's very good. It's on the eShop or, or yeah, it's on the eShop now. There's one end to actually. I don't it's, know if it counts, but like Tunic. I guess it's pretty fun. Tunic's a good one too. I like Tunic. Yeah. Tunic's good. Oh, Gene also uh, said Tunic. The chat. Willie says, I feel Sony is missing out on a big opportunity to bring back a SOCOM one and two remake, especially if their business model is live service games. I agree. I, I would love to see SOCOM come back in some way. Uh, I, th I feel like they need a military shooter but that is that's a bit more tactical i think than people who are playing call of duty would be as into that's more of like a ghost recon style game but i think the issue they run into is uh the studio that made zipper interactive they're not around anymore so i don't really know what they do then i someone would have to make it i, I hard to say i mean maybe they could have well insomniac's just busy in general so I, I don't know. That's the biggest problem is who makes it. They'd have to figure it out, but maybe they could reform. I I don't know. Zip, Zipper would have been a good They I mean, they were defunct in it says 2012. They'd have been good to keep around now looking back on it and in hindsight. It's like, oh, we want live service games. Oh, yeah. We got rid of the studio that made SOCOM. Whoops. So that's uh, Ben. Maybe Ben. Maybe Ben could do that. Maybe they can make a SOCOM. They're working on something. Hmm. And then Christopher says, congrats on 10K, Josie. Thank you. Why has RGT been such a stranger over the past weeks? Uh, Sean was, it was just not feeling well tonight. I don't know. He, he wasn't, he wasn't having a good, I'll leave it at that. Uh, he just wasn't having a, I think somebody ate wasn't agreeing with him. <laughs> I'll leave it at that. Oh my God. He eats a whole <laughs> box of. He ate a whole box of raisins, almost went into a coma. Yeah, he did. The raisins were after him. <laughs> Varang says it's it's going to be GTA Mobile. I'm leaking it now. I bet you they'd love to bring some sort of Grand Theft Online game to mobile phones. All these companies want something on a phone. I wouldn't Casual. be surprised if they had like a side thing that was on on the phone. That'd yeah, they've they've put GTA games on phones already. Like we have like GTA Three, San Andreas. Like they've they've done that. Um, but like an online like style Grand Theft Auto game, that wouldn't shock me. Casual noob gamer says so. I asked why i should get a steam deck and valve said hold my beer would love if you can expand here more on steam exclusives to get a steam deck all right evan what should the casual well, the, noob gamer check out there's well i mean there's so many crossover now since most consoles want parity with just everything across a lot of platforms but when you're looking at pc games you have to look at mm -hmm. some of the more interesting i guess uh indie titles usually uh because at this point you're going to get it on either place it's just that you now have a handheld that can play higher quality games like a plague tale series on the mm -hmm. go that looks great as opposed to 
I guess kind of how most handhelds tend to end up being where there's just so many sacrifices. Um, but yeah, it depends on what you're looking to play. I mean, I've, I've listed to people on our discord, a ton of stuff that I saw on steam that could be interesting to play like a uh, songs of conquest. If you're into old might and magic style games, uh, there's always fun, just kind of one-off, I guess, roguelite style games like Dome Keeper and things that you can just play and enjoy for a little bit. Uh, you can always grab just kind of like indie RPGs and stuff like that. Uh, but th- I think most of them are just on everything at this point. Like, uh, there's that one code game. It was just a really long RPG that I'm pretty sure I saw go to Switch. Also, what's awesome is if you're on PC, there's so many sales that happen. Yeah, and sales nonstop. (laughs) Like Humble Bundle, sometimes I look at it, I like $15 for like 12 games. They're all like good games for the most part. It's a pretty consistent thing to find games cheap on Steam, which I think is like its biggest strength is that. That's how I played both the Portal Portal games. I got them both for like a dollar, and they were Mm -hmm. awesome. Yeah, and then you you can just keep an eye on Humble Bundle, see if they ever drop anything there, which always happens. But there are some games. They did they did a bundle where it was like all their like pretty good games that were on all the Batman games. I think Shadow Mordor was on there. Mortal Kombat. It's like eight dollars. Oh, yeah. you, You check around the holidays, you'll get like thirty games for five bucks. It's great. Yeah, Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 and 2, so I'll mention in the chat that they removed the online requirement specifically for Steam Deck. That's it. Not PC, Steam Deck. Very weird. But that's like, I guess the best way technically. It still plays 60 frames on the Steam Deck, no problem. So, But no online requirement anymore. There it is, Varang, CrossCode. Yeah, you can you can pick stuff up like that. Crosscode's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that's good. I, I that's on, uh, that, I think that went to Game Pass actually when it first dropped even. Yeah. But that's, uh, that's a good one, yeah. Yep. And oh, oh, also, I will throw the, I will throw Cocoon in there. Cocoon's actually a very good under the radar title. And I played that pretty much exclusively on the Rog Ally. Yeah, so puzzle game. Yep. Let's uh, I'll, I'll go through a few more of these. Baby Chewbacca says, which will release first, Mario Kart 9 or GTA 6? Hopefully Mario Kart 9. <laughs> I think Mario Kart 9 only because I think Nintendo is going to want to have it out for the first year of their new system. So I feel like that will come out just before Grand Theft Auto this time. Whereas last time Grand Theft Auto came out just before Mario Kart. So have I think you played flip. the new wave, Sean? I. <laughs> oh my God. Sorry, John. I, I haven't played the new wave yet. John no. went together in my head. Did, uh, did, would you play the new wave, Josie? I did. It was actually awesome. It was pretty cool. Okay, I think that's the finale for it too. No more. They yeah, released a thank you card. It's over. Yeah. Until, yeah, until, next, like until the game awards where they announce the next one. Mario <laughs> Kart 8 Deluxe Plus. I like it. No. I like plus it. Plus plus. <laughs> plus plus. <laughs> you know it's coming. Uh, what did you like about the wave, Josie, and the new one? Uh, it was just really fun. They had this, uh, I, don't, I can't remember what it's called off the top of my head, but it was like a Galaxy Rosalina track, and it was awesome. Uh, and I mean, I didn't play tour, so all of these tracks are sort of new and it wasn't too, the city tracks were like there, but they weren't terrible. So I don't know. It was just pretty fun. Plus they added funky and Diddy, which I love. So yeah. Okay. okay. Good stuff. Good stuff. It's from Saint who says, I just want a classic hero's journey for a Zelda movie. Doctor says, uh, I want Keith David to voice Ganondorf in the movie. Black Metal Gamer says Johnny Lawrence, son in Cobra Kai, should play Link. 
Pika says, any premium controller recommendations that work for both PC and PS5? I have an 8-bit Dell Ultimate and would like something similar to it. A premium controller recommendation? You already have, you already have the 8-bit Dell Ultimate, though? Uh, I mean, something that's similar to it is just the, the DualSense controller, if you look at it, although it doesn't have the offset sticks, so... If you want those asymmetric sticks, I mean, you already you already have like the controller to get on PC right now. Even like scuff controllers are kind of hit hit or miss depending on the quality that day. Mm. I don't even want to recommend the Xbox Elite controller right now because I feel like we're going to get the Elite three soon or soon. I say that in the next year and even the Elite now, the core one is okay. They still have some weird quality issues to them. So I that's probably the premium one to go with if you like the asymmetric sticks, but I would hold out a little bit with that ultimate 8-bit dough. Uh, actually, you said for PlayStation, didn't you? Yeah. For PlayStation. <sighs> See, okay, in that case, probably it's probably the DualSense Edge then. I mean, I have one, and it's nice, and you go between both of them, and it has all the uh, the customization features that you like on that 8-bit or the 8-bit dough controller. So that's probably the that's probably the one to go with then and the pc games from sony i don't know if any of the other third-party ones do but i know the sony ones they do use the the dual sense triggers and the haptics and all of those correctly like the ps5 would shinru says got myself a new msi laptop last week i9 processor 30 uh, 3060 rtx one terabyte ssd for under fifteen hundred dollars, that's pretty good. Dang. Very, yeah, very happy for finding this deal. Any PC games you recommend? Also, thoughts on Omni Man in Mortal Kombat One? I like Omni Man in Mortal Kombat One because whenever he taunts them in the beginning, it's awesome. <laughs> it is great. Also, I like his uh, the move, the special moves they gave him in the games. It's fun. It's fun to see Omni Man in there. It'd be really cool when it's Omni Man versus Homelander in Mortal Kombat One. Uh, but for PC games, if you just got the thirty the laptop with 3060 rtx you probably want to you probably want something that's kind of a, a bit of a visual showpiece right there's a lot of those kind of games on pc cyberpunk's an easy one um but i will say i, I know death stranding controversial game i get it game looks awesome on pc it it's is crazy it is it is crazy how good it looks and it uses dlss completely there's a lot of graphical options in there i, I and if you have a like i said the, the dual sense controller hook it up it'll use that completely when you're playing um all the features so i still like death Stranding. if you can get it on a deal i think it's it's one to pick up it's it's fun especially if you just want to see what your pc can do and what kind of visuals it can put out so i would go with that jorge says ai can be helpful like with ai oh audio restoration okay with get back with the beatles and their last song that just released though you still need to be careful yep cody says there is Zero intelligence and modern AI. It's basically a branding term, and the extent of current AI is pattern matching like a very fancy autocorrect. Zoob says, just realized hyenas would succeeded with everyone oh with everyone leaving Overwatch looking for a new game, but that is also probably what scares them. Yeah, you gotta you gotta branch out on your own path. That's what you gotta do. Let's uh let's talk about okay, so we can we can also talk very quickly about nintendo with their financial report that they put out nintendo hits 132 basically 132 and a half million switch systems sold in japan they're about a million units off from becoming the best selling system ever in that country in that region uh, that would actually jump above the ds Let's which is ridiculous go. 
Yeah. I think all time it's they're still off by about 23 million systems, but on the path they're on now by the end of this fiscal year they'll have basically knocked that down to about 15 million. So they're it's still there. The chance that they overtake the DS and the PS2, it's still possible. I think it's going to get harder as they get into 2024 because when they do announce the next system, that thing is it's going to slow down to almost a crawl, I bet. So I, I don't know. It's it's interesting because they did mention in their financial report that they will continue to sell uh, kind of going against the traditional console cycle, which also makes me wonder if their next system is not necessarily going to be a direct successor to this switch and something they just try to sell alongside of it. So that, that, that'd be interesting. I mean, that's what they said. Hey, we're going to buck the initial, the trend of console generations with the switch. We're going to keep selling it. So when the GBA was on its way out and the DS was coming in, they were going to try to make them both exist together was the idea. They're going to have oh, an extra crazy. pillar. Yep, that, that was something they were going to attempt to do. Uh, and they're going to have a third pillar. It was in their press releases. And it did not work out that way. So that's... Maybe they'll try it again here. But uh, the, the Switch... It's still rolling. I don't know. Pikmin don't know. 4 it, hit 2.5 million views. That's what I was... Mm -hmm. Or uh, units sold. That's what I was flipping out about. It is automatically the best-selling Pikmin game of all time already. Yeah. That's Just what happens like that. when you put it out on a console that isn't dying. Yep, yep. Just like that, it immediately becomes the best-selling Pikmin game. And they seem to talk quite a bit about Pikmin in their investors briefing, which kind of makes me think that they are going to uh, continue pushing Pikmin pretty hard. So yeah. I wouldn't be shocked if you see a Pikmin spin-off game randomly at some point. Kind of like how we just, uh, for some reason, out of nowhere, we get like three Kirby games or something. I kind of <laughs> feel like Pikmin's going to go away. I think Pikmin's going to go a similar path. Like, I feel like there's going to be some weird little Pikmin side project that happens too. That would so be that's not all, just not just on cell phones. All right, now like, what what's the Pikmin? Pikmin walking? Bloom. Yeah, it's not like that. Like something on the Switch, That'd or maybe sweet. even on the next system. So I, I I think something like that will happen. But they seem I they seem pretty happy. Don't, yeah, I hope this means we get Pikmin Five faster than uh, Pikmin Four came along. I kind of think they will. The only issue right now is Miyamoto's working on so many other projects. Yeah. He's, he's got this Zelda movie to deal with for the next, we think, three years, maybe. And they're opening more theme parks. Uh, I, don't, I don't know. He's a busy guy. Busy guy. And I, I hate to remind people, he's, he's getting a bit older. So he's going to eventually retire. So he's... Uh, he seems like he's just kind of having fun at this point. He's yeah. making Pikmin 4, building theme parks. He's doing a movie for a, pr a property he created way back when because he was exploring caves as a kid. It's crazy. It's crazy. Pikmin uh, 4 is so good, though. That's, like, actually my game of the year. Okay, you've so said good. this, like, three times. You, you have all these game of the years all of a sudden. You got well, Pikmin no, going on. Pikmin. Mario's it's happening. Well, Mario's amazing. <laughs> but Pikmin is definitely. Pikmin has been my game of the year. So Pikmin over Mario. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Interesting. Okay. Over Zelda? Oh, yeah. I'm not a Zelda. Well, I love Zelda, but I'm not like, I'm not a. Uh, this person hates Zelda. Yeah, I don't want, <laughs> yeah. That's what the next, the top comment's going to be. <laughs> I, I, I've actually been seeing a lot of uh, reflection on this past Zelda game on places like Twitter recently. Like, I'm uh, seeing more and more people look back on it. They're like, I think it was good, but I don't know. Was it really good? Like I don't know. People are just kind of thinking back on the games that have come out, and uh, I don't 
know, maybe people aren't. Maybe it's just that sense that it came out what feels like forever ago with how many games have, have released since then. People are kind of having like these these I don't know the second thoughts are just like maybe that isn't the greatest game I've ever played. I so. love Tears of the Kingdom, and I honestly think it's objectively probably the best game I played on the Switch. But just like mm-hmm. I prefer Pikmin and sure. Mario, but but yeah, okay. it's just so chat doesn't yell at me. I do like Zelda. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's, it's still a great game. I just people then look all the way up the greatest games of all time and pe- people are putting tears of the kingdom next to s- some of those titles. And I don't know if it's like, like Ocarina of time, it was this moment in, in like, in like gaming that I don't think we'll ever really see again. That or Mario 64. Those were some crazy times. I don't know if tears of the kingdom hit like that, but it's, uh, it's still up there in terms of, uh, obviously how good it is. So, yeah. Uh, let's, uh, let's, talk about actually while we're on the topic of tears of the kingdom the golden joystick awards happened and zelda did not win it was actually Baldur's gate three it took game of the year there's a picture of that guy and he has too many he had too many trophies in his hands like six, they won, it won like seven things right i yeah. i can look up all the things that they won but it was uh the we Someone saw Gate three show up and was just, I mean, it was, it was cleaning up. Let's okay. Here we go. So I have all the results here for what won what best storytelling Baldur's gate three still playing award. No man's sky best visual design Baldur's gate three studio of the year. Larian studios best game expansion is phantom phantom Liberty for cyberpunk. Oh, Josie, you, you got to play cyberpunk at some point too. Yeah, it's on the list. There's a lot. Okay. I gotta... Okay. Add it to the list. Yeah. Add it to the list. I, I will help you. I'll just keep adding games to the list for you. Thank you. Let's see. Best indie game, Sea of Stars. Best VR game, Horizon Call of the Mountain. Best multiplayer game is Mortal Kombat 1. That is surprising because yeah. 6 is out. Huh. Not, not yeah. only that, but apparently on PC, you couldn't do King of the Hill lobbies in it for, I think you mm. still can't. Like you have to, everyone oh. has to join at the exact same time to get into a lobby in that game. Really? Huh. Best audio, Final Fantasy 16. Best game trailer. That's a that's a category. Okay. Uh, Cyberpunk 2077 Phantom Liberty. Best streaming game is Valorant. Best game community, Baldur's Gate 3. Best gaming hardware is PSVR 2. Breakthrough award is Cocoon A. You know, I'll, I'll, okay. Okay, that's a good one. Let's go. Critics Choice Award is Alan Wake 2. Best lead performer, Ben Starr. Final Fantasy 16 played Clive. Best supporting performer, Neil New- Newborn in Baldur's Gate 3. Nintendo Game of the Year is Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. PC Game of the Year is Baldur's Gate 3. Xbox Game of the Year is Starfield. PlayStation Game of the Year. You want to take a guess on what that is? Spider-Man. It is Resident Evil 4. What? Damn. Okay, so the so okay, the people were confused about this. The reason that it's not which it would have been Spider-Man by default. Spider-Man came out too late, didn't it? It came out too late. It missed the cutoff. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but it would have won by default because it was the only PlayStation game that came out from Sony. That was it. It was just that. <laughs> so it clearly would have won. Uh but instead they had to go to the third party pool and they picked Resident Evil 4, which is a good game. It's just weird to see it as like this is playstation's game of the year because we yeah. don't have anything else to pick from which they technically could have put horizon call them out in there but it i mean come on everyone would have been like okay you're really reaching for <laughs> for for this one then we had most wanted game final Fantasy 7 rebirth 
Makes sense. And then the ultimate game of the year is Baldur's Gate three, not Zelda. So that that's, I think, I don't know if that's a, uh, just a, a kind of what's to come sort of a hint as to what we could be seeing at the, the Keeley's coming up, but Baldur's Gate three is looking real strong going into that game awards right now. I don't know. Zelda usually wins. If Zelda's up, Zelda wins. And it's, uh, I don't know. It's it does look like Baldur's Gate three is the front runner right now. I will tell you, in the uh, the game of the year madness coming up, it is the number one seed. Dang. Based on reviews, community, user reviews, everything. We had to go to tiebreaker for it, but it it had everything else around it. Number of reviews, the whole deal, perfect scores. Yep. So Dang. it's uh, and unfortunately, it's the game that I just could not get into. <laughs> everything else, everything else is gonna be nominated. I'll tell you this. Tomorrow or Monday, when the nominations come out, I'm going to look at that list and be like, okay, I've played all of these games. And uh, I'm trying to think. Well, I'm playing out. I think Alan Wake 2 will be there. And I'm playing through it now, but I'll have it done before we get to the show. I'll probably beaten everything but Boulder's Gate 3. <laughs> That'll be the one. It's like, great. That's probably the one's going to win. Uh, I just could not get it. It's just not my game. But Evan, it's Evan's kind of game. It's loves enjoyable. it. enjoyable. Yeah, it's pretty good. That, that That is like an 11 out of 10 when Evan says something like that. He's like, it's enjoyable. Okay, that's it. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> So that, uh, man, I, of course, the one game I just could not get into. My dad loves Baldur's Gate 3. He, like, calls me, and he'll just talk about it for, like, 30 minutes. Really? He loves it. It's so funny. He's a PC guy. And you guy. won't get into it. And you won't well, get into it all. I would this. totally, I, I would play it. I just don't really have the time right now. So I think it, I feel it like It is time-consuming. Yeah. It yeah. really is. Is that an 80-hour game, Evan? 100-hour game? Depending on what you want to do. I, yeah, my dad has 200 hours in it and he hasn't beaten oh it yet. What? <laughs> it's because he like gets upset that he like kills someone vital to the story that's... and then he just restarts. And I'm yeah, like... no, that's that's something that's crazy because like you should really play it through. And if you fuck up a role, just keep going. But most people are like, well, quick load. Here yeah. we go. Hopefully it works <laughs> this time. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, I, I I wish it would have worked out a bit better for me. Maybe I'll give it another shot, but I don't know. I uh, at least got everything else done. So if there's an upset, I can be like, well, I'll play through that one. Alan Wake 2 I'm, is very good, though, right now. I, I'm, I'm getting a kick out of it. So. What I think would be great is a Spawncast plays where you guys play four-player co-op. Just four-player co-op D&D campaign through Baldur's Gate. It has four-player co-op? Hmm. I know. I know. I split screen co op on P on the. PS5. You all roll characters, and you. We just should go. play D and D as a extra for the thingy. I'm I gonna... do not think that would be that fun <laughs> with some oh, of right. the people here. No, it might I, be fun I, with Sean. No, because Sean will get bored, yeah. <laughs> and it, like I know he's just gonna like roll a dice and be like, I I stab John, and you're gonna be like, just hey, make right, him show up in his in his Hulk Hogan costume. <laughs> Like we do it, we do it in person, at like the convention, like we do D and D, and Sean has to dress up as Hulk Hogan. I think it'd be good. I love D and D. I play that like most of my my life. I don't play D and D, but I will. Uh, I would show up for the for the entertainment. I would. I'd be there for that. I would. I would. I would play D and D for the 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 network. Yeah. And I would get through it. <laughs> my dad was really into it, so that's honestly how I got into it. And then randomly, my high school friends during COVID were like D and D, and we were like, "Well, we don't have anything else to do," and that was really fun. Okay, all right, there you go. Well, I feel like if I was in a and I'd probably would have gotten more of a kick out of Baldur's Gate three. So, yeah, that's the reason I'm like looking into it and sort of want to play it. Actually, mm -mm. okay, I uh, I'll give it another shot. I'm just not 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 counting on it. 
Well, well don't don't when you go into it, don't aim to try to achieve like an amazing story. Just roll a character and just be an idiot. You I'm killing kill everyone. People. No, do it. That's one of my <laughs> friends. My my co-op game with one of my friends. That's what he just ended up starting to do. Wiping everyone out. Because he'll he'll get to the conversation part and he'll be like, "Oh, I like this one where you're basically just spit at the person." I'm like, "Well, I guess we're fighting. Here we go." <laughs> <laughs> you just spit at the person immediately. Yeah, he just he just hates everyone in the game. Apparently, he just <laughs> yells at everyone for some reason. Mm. And then whenever the fighting starts, he's like, "Wait, what happened?" I'm like, "You're an idiot, dude." <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> I had a friend like that when I played like the actual when we were actually playing it, and it was chaos the campaign we all literally ended up dying there's there's one playthrough you can do called the dark urge playthrough which your character randomly kills people like it he has a basically a demon inside of him or something and he just as you're going around you just randomly will kill npcs and you have to deal with the fallout as the character playing that's funny. so yeah <laughs> yeah we can talk about the n7 day stuff that happened for the mass effect teasers they buy. I don't know what Bioware is doing. They really, I know they have to do something for it for N7 Day, November seventh. I, I guess just to just to appease the community. But it's getting. I don't know. It's, it feels almost like taunting at this point because like the teaser they did really didn't show much, and this game got announced. It feels like so. What was it? Twenty was it twenty twenty? I think it was three years ago at the Game Awards or something. It feels like it's been forever, and it looked like Jeff Grubb mentioned that we could be. Still another like three or four years off from this thing coming out <laughs> for it's it might be 2026, 2027 before Mass Effect releases. I think Dragon Age will be sooner, but they just need to show something rather than do all these teases. And I don't I just still don't think we're going to see it anytime soon. And Mass Effect got left in a pretty bad place after Andromeda. So I feel bad for all the Mass Effect people out there hanging on to hope and they're not they're not delivering. So I at least wanted to recognize that after the sad state of affairs with n7 day you still haven't played mass effect have you josie nope put it on the list <laughs> all right that one's it. the only one that i'm like i've i've heard so many good things for so many years but i've just never had the pull you're fortunate they have the trilogy now and i think it's even on game pass yeah i almost got the one on the wii u by accident when i was like 13 oh oh that was like full price too yeah but then i did it I got Star Fox instead, and it was almost worse. Oh, man. <laughs> well, okay, ball. yeah. That Star Fox is worse than Mass Effect 3, yeah. But they, at the time, they released that on the Wii U at full price. They also released the collection on the 360, and it had all of them, all the games. Oh, so, in the same price. <laughs> so, yeah. The Wii U had some very weird third-party support when it came out. Yeah, yeah it but. did. Let me take a look at some of the Super Chats here. Uh... Evan, did anyone want to try to do a call-in while I'm going through these? Uh... So do we want to try that? Yeah, yeah, we can try it. All right. Um, to those in Discord, I'm about to link this call and copy link in the VIP chat. It's gonna We're going to start there. We're going to see how this works because I am wary since unlike most big companies, I've seen the internet. And I know that if I put something on it, someone will be in chat saying something like cummy tummy or something. So. Yeah, people people are cool on the Patreon. They're cool. They uh but we'll be it'll probably just be a couple of minutes just just to just to kind of scroll through it and you know make time for any everyone else who wants to join into as we go along. So if you have any comments or questions or or anything, you can pop in real quick and uh 
And uh, we're we're not gonna try to cut you off, be mean or anything. We gotta we'll, we'll kind of you know I'll keep be it mean as hell. moving. So okay, well Evan's just gonna be mean. Sorry, that's fine. I, too. I don't I don't know if I can see anyone in the back. Like, I think you're the only one with the admin control to see people in back for this. So if anyone joins, I got it. I got it. Yeah, I'll, I'll pay attention to it while I'm doing this too. So I'll give uh, it a minute. If no one joins, I'll move it over to regular. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. I'm also gonna go through some of these super chats as well. This is from. <clears throat> Here it is. Uh, this is where MTS says, be interesting if Sony gets a, a hit because they will likely lock a couple of their studios that game as support, which would be a shame. Yeah, that's the other part. With live service games, people I don't think realize as much. There is a lot of maintenance and money spent around that. <clears throat> so. Oh, look, we do have a, have a person who joined us. Whoa. Oh, Mr. Steal thyself. Mr. Job. Oh, we'll, add, we'll add them in. Here we go. Oh, there he is. Mr. Job, how are you doing? I'm doing good. Just uh, don't have a question. Love the Spawncast. That's it. Oh, okay. Thanks for joining us, Mr. Job. Appreciate it. Thanks for watching. See, Evan, I told you people were cool. For now. Hey. We're playing a numbers game here. (laughs) (laughs) Whenever we go to the, whenever we go to like conventions and stuff and we meet people, in person everyone's really nice everyone's really that's because cool. you can physically punch someone in person what are we doing <laughs> okay, here well, hold on. <laughs> no i honestly think internet dwellers need to get reminded that you can just get smacked in person oh, sometimes that, that's why i'm loving tabletop right now because i am physically across the table from a person <laughs> they act up it's over it's over uh, some of the things i get comments and i'm like eh, my guy's never interacted with a girl and forgets that he can get hit in real life Josie is going to be just walking through slapping people in like too many games. I'll get nah. a backhand. I don't even care, man. Nah, too many games. Boxing was... career early. Nah, too many games was cool. It was fun. Yeah. Let's see. Then we have Chris who says, "Get ready for the best AI game category." Sad. Yeah, Thanks. maybe someday. Maybe someday. And then the the category will be run by AI and chosen by AI. There you go. Here, here, It'd be like the, giving it the medal to itself. Here we go. I'm going to drop it in regular chat, see if anybody else pops in. Pika says, have you checked out the 8-Bit Doe keyboard? 9 out of 10. I have not checked out their keyboard. I, they had, I did see it, though, um, but I didn't pick it up or anything. You know the 8-Bit Doe SNES controller that's, like, for the Switch that has the jo- the, sun, uh, the the sticks? I mm-hmm. think I'm going to get it. I'm, I've been watching so many videos about it. It looks so cool. And I've what? only been playing Mario Wonder with the... You know what I'm talking about? Like the yeah, I have yeah, I have like four of them. Oh really? <laughs> there, yeah, I have, I have a couple of them. You can just have one if you want. I have so many of them. Oh my gosh! Please, you'll tell I... me you'll tell me which one it is you saw because I have I have they they usually will send me them when I do videos and I just I have a bunch of them now. So I you're not yeah you're not supposed like the, part of the thing when they send it to you is like yeah well actually, you're not supposed to like give the stuff away technically. So right. I, I I'm like oh I could I could just I usually give it to like a a friend or something offline but uh yeah if you if you want one use that i just have a bunch of them. just have to tell me which one it was you one. saw because i just have yeah because them. i've been playing mario wonder like with the pro controller and since the d-pad's so low like i, I don't use the d-pad and i'm just using a stick yeah when you when you really when you okay so when you play mario wonder on the pro controller whenever i'm using like the when i'm jumping and dashing my thumb definitely hits that joystick over and over again 
Yeah, like I could, I could, yeah, I could never. You should get one of uh one of Bob Wolf's like the little hit boxes he has. Those are great uh, for those style games. The like oh. the whole just setup. buttons. Yeah, yeah, you just have large buttons in your hands. You just go. Yeah. Uh, we have D Man Gaming eighteen oh. joining us. This guy's a mod. He's my mod. Oh yeah. Yeah. What's up, D Man? We hear him up. Oh, we can't hear your him. Micro- yeah, your microphone is not set up right now. It's not that he, I don't know if he's <laughs> muted. I think the microphone oh. might not be going because you have to oh, set it like up the when you first get in. Yeah. You're right. You're right. You're right. In settings. Oh, uh oh. Yep. Probably set he's, it up. He's probably. Oh, yeah, it's, right that's now. fine. That's fine. No worries. No worries. Uh, let's see. While we're waiting on that, CJ asked, what games do you see getting release dates at the Game Awards? uh well i was gonna say silent hill 2 but konami and jeff hate each other so not that one so <laughs> i'm gonna say probably something from level five because apparently deca police is coming out this year even though it's halfway through november so i'll go with them all right here we go ready to try it again round two. Oh no nope. Uh, let me see. Uh, no, it's all there. Oh, yeah. If you click settings at the bottom, go to audio. There we go. There, oh, there we go. Yeah. All right, cool. I, heard, I can't believe I, I can't believe that. I did that. <laughs> Happens. Um. So, uh, spawn wave. Um. What or what are your guys' game of the year? I know Josie's is Pikmin Four, but what are your guys' personal game of the year? Mm, that's a good question. What's my actual game of the year right now? See, I, I keep defaulting back to Zelda because I still think that's the best game I've played this year. But I feel like if I was really into Baldur's Gate Three, just based on what people are saying, I might flip on that. But I gotta say, I'm playing Alan Wake Two right now, and I'm I'm not as far as I'd like to be, but it is it's it's grabbed my attention a bit. But right now it's Zelda and then Spider-Man 2 because I got an absolute kick. Out of I've never played Alan Wake before. Have you played the first one? What's that? Yeah, on? I played the first one. I feel like you could. They have the remaster, so you can get it on PlayStation or Xbox right okay. now. Um, they put it on the Switch. Not as good on the Switch. I can't really okay. recommend that version, but okay. Xbox, PlayStation, it's there. All right. You Is it get Game Pass? Uh, no, no, but it's oh. like a it's like a cheaper price. Like GameStop keeps running these deals. Mm-hmm. Where their games are like like really that I think that one was twelve dollars recently, so it's it's okay. not expensive. But but I think Alan Wake two, the biggest thing you'll miss out on are just references. Otherwise, okay. you could experience Alan Wake two and it'd be fine yeah. just as it is. Okay, so uh, I'm on Liza P right now. That I, I just started that mm-hmm. recently. That it's tough. That it's one's really fun. It's it's good. It's probably the best not Souls game, Souls game that I've played. <laughs> yeah, isn't it? It's an indie developer that made it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they did. They that, yeah, that's kind of that's, and... that's kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. I think they'll probably get like debut studio or something of the year. Yeah, they recently mm-hmm. announced, or did they patch it? They said uh, a lot of the things people have been complaining about that the game has in it that people wish it had. Instead, mm-hmm. he's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna we're putting that out as a content patch for you guys because every they they sold so much of that." He was so yeah, happy. it's getting DLC, right? Yeah, yeah, and isn't it getting a sequel? I think I don't know if they well, directly said, but DLC? probably. Okay. I wouldn't be shocked if they did a sequel just because it's done really well for them and they got the Game Pass bag. So they, yeah. they, they, mm. they're they're good in terms of revenue. So I think they're going to keep keep developing. Mm. So I'm fighting between Tears of the Kingdom and Spider-Man 2 for Game of the Year because like Tears, I, I played over 200 hours, but Spider-Man 2, like it's so good. But I'm waiting on New Game Plus to play it again because I, mm-hmm. I only played it once because like 
I don't know. The story's really, really good. You know, it's just set up the third one too. So yeah, yeah. And like, well, I don't want to talk about spoilers. Yeah. Like that, that one <laughs> that one section, you know what I mean? It was really just really good, really cool. Yep. You know, that I'm, excited. I'm excited. I'm well, excited. Speaking of, I actually met the voice actor, uh, the actor who plays Miles today because I was at mm -hmm. a comic convention and he said oh. that that specific section was the first section that they actually let him play out of the whole game. Oh, they're like, you're really? going to sit down and you're going to play this specific section of Spider-Man 2 as the first time you play this game. So it was like they were in for a trip right from the get-go. <laughs> stuff, good stuff. D-Man, I'm going to let... Uh, we have a bunch of people also joined in. Oh, yeah. I'm, uh, I'm going to let Absolutely. you go and try Absolutely. to cycle through some people here. Thank, yep. Thanks for no joining problem. us, though. Bye, D-Man. See you, guys. See you, Josie. Let's see. I'm He's a go super to... good mod. That guy goes overtime oh. for me. Oh, nice. All right. yeah. Shout out to D-Man. Shout out to D-Man. Let me go to Zoob because it looks like they're trying to balance their... I don't know what this is. Zoob. Zoob. How you doing? Hello. Um, so I was... I've been asking a lot of questions from you all about the live service thing. And um, you know how live services are a saturated market right now? Mm -hmm. Well, I was just thinking... I actually super chatted about this earlier, but... Um, with all the people defecting from Overwatch, hero shooters are, uh, are more of a starved market right now. So, like, hyenas would have actually been successful in that regard, which, oddly enough, because there's no successful hero shooter, is probably why they decided to not release. Mm -hmm. So... Bye. I'm surprised they didn't take a shot at it just because it was done. Like, you feel like they release it and if it doesn't work, they can shut it down in a month or something. They didn't even try it. That was weird to me. I'm just surprised that that these companies think that they that the that they can take take the audience of another game rather than find their own audience. That's what I've been saying. Yeah, yeah that's they got to get more creative with it rather than try to pull people away from games that are established with their friends. I think a hero shooter would be a good way to go maybe yeah, okay. yeah put a bit of a spin on it do something a little different with hero shooter i think it'd be cool there is no here there's no hero shooter right now that's actually people want to play is the uh, valorant is still pretty big okay uh are you're talking more about like arena style though like less about the counter-strike style and more about yeah kind of like more like gf2 style they could have taken Overwatch's audience because Overwatch's audience already left. Mm. Yeah, I think I hear. It. Maybe they bring Lawbreakers back. Let's just do that. <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> okay, yeah. Uh, I'm gonna head back to watching you guys on YouTube now. How do I hang up? I got you, Zoom. Well, Thanks for joining us. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. Uh, there we go. Okay, I'm gonna bring in. Let's see. I gotta clear some of this out. Shout out once again to D Man. There we go. Uh, there we go. Okay, and then I'm gonna bring in Noah. Hey, all. What's up? Two things. One, uh, I think the problem with some of the games this year is they're all sequels. So like with Zelda, Alan Wake, and Spider Man, I don't really have like that that feeling, you know. And also, mm -hmm. Sony, make your PlayStation Portal like this, the freaking Steam Deck. I don't put games on it, but I can play games natively. If I buy Spider-Man 2 on my PS5, I should be able to, you know, like, I should be able to, like, you know, just play it natively, you know? Like, mm -hmm. how, how Steam works. But, we got to bring the Vita back. We got to do a Vita. Yeah. New Vita. 
but like a guy I worked with made a great point. Like you can't, well, maybe you can mod on it, but like once they discontinue that, it's done. No modding, nothing. Like with my 3DS Switch, later, like five yeah. years down the line, I'll be able to play it, but now I can't. So that's a good yeah. point. The portal will Bummer, eventually become basically useless. If this doesn't sell well, then they're going to say, you guys don't like handheld gaming. No, we just don't like all the streaming crap. But yeah, right. I agree. Peace out. Thanks, Noah. I like your chair. I think we have the same one. <laughs> <laughs> Let's bring in. We have Quartz. 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 I think I did hey. it right. Quartz. Quartz. Hey, hey how are we doing? How are we doing hey, tonight? Doing good. How are you guys? Good. 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 Um, good. I was just wondering, uh, what are your guys' thoughts on uh, bringing in remakes for the uh, game of the year? Um, you know. Oh, so you're talking about like Resident Evil 4, Dead Space, oh, yeah. say Metroid Prime Remastered, I guess, even though it says Remastered, yeah, totally. it's basically a remake. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, it's it's funny because we Resident Evil 2 remake went up against Sekiro back in the day for the game of the year. And that was in there. Oh, so that yeah. kind of set the bar, I think, for a lot of people. Like, okay, I guess it could be in there if it's different enough. RE4 is a high, high quality game. Very, but it's yes. Very similar to Resident Evil 4 from back in back in the day. But I I to me, if it's if it's that good of a game and it's not like a one-to-one remake, because four is still kind of different. I th- I think it could go in there. I do. I think you can make the case for it. Yeah, I agree. I, I think as long as it's a you know, you got a bit of a differentiating from the original product, I think that it totally fits in. So yeah, I, I I would have no problem if RE4 is in there. I got no problem with it. It's it's it is a very good game. So it's a very high quality. It. Yeah. Yep. I would push for it even uh, just because it is good. So. Okay. Uh, yes, cool. Yep. Right. Cool. Thanks for joining us, Courts. Appreciate it. Let's see. We got DC Fat Cat. You see. Hi. How you doing, John? Thank you for uh, really, uh, John. Just wanted to jump on. Thank you for creating this Patreon community. Uh, I know you've been doing this forever. Uh, glad to be part of the Hammer Group on the Discord. Oh so. yeah, yeah, that's, thank that's a while ago. <laughs> thank, thanks, DC. Uh, jo- Jordan always. Uh, oh, <laughs> sorry, Josie. That th- I was say my wife and I were watching your uh, best of Switch uh, list. Really love that video. Great work oh, on that. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. great. Yeah, good. I loved your takes, but uh, great editing. Uh, really, really good work. Thank you. Uh, other than that, that's all I got. Thank you, guys. Yep. Thanks, DC. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, I see Varang's in here too. I got you, Varang. We're gonna get to. You. <laughs> I got uh, Moel was has been waiting though. I think I did I say that right, Moel. Uh, it's Moe, but it's all Moe, good, y'all. Moe. <laughs> uh, thanks. I just want to say I've been watching all y'all for a while. Josie, I've been watching you for a little over a year now, and it's Whoa. good stuff over there. Um, yeah, but I my question is really towards the Switch 2, really the next generation Nintendo console. Where do you see Nintendo? Because they keep hammering home now. We saw the latest financials that, yes, the Nintendo account is going to transfer over your, your, your games, your purchases, all that stuff, but... As we know, of course, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe is like the best-selling Switch game. Um, and it, like, there's so many things with the rumors and stuff. Like, of course, it was thrown around that like there could be a digital skew, which I don't think there would be. I don't see Nintendo doing that, even just for one skew like that. But where do you see Nintendo's like backwards compatibility? Because I don't see it as like a 100% for sure thing it's going to happen because it's Nintendo. They could do whatever the hell they want, you know? So where you guys see that type of thing? 
I think it'd be weird if they didn't do backwards compatibility just because of course. people keep telling me they have a massive backlog that they have to get through. And it would be very strange to have to carry a switch and then the switch two around with you at the same time, or just even have them both out. I yeah. feel like they're going to figure it out, but I will admit I I'm still not hundred percent on it myself. As you mentioned, it's uh Nintendo can do some weird stuff. So I, I it's it's also like the business side of things because we know that like for a call is like business centric, like Jim Ryan. So it's like he sees the numbers and it's like, okay, if Mario Kart 8 Deluxe is selling all these Wii U ports are selling, what's to say all these switch ports won't sell? But I, I think it's also like dependent on what the hardware is gonna be as well. I know patents are not a good like metric, but we did see that patent in the last co with the dual screens, and I feel like that just shows that we really just have no idea what they're gonna do, and Nintendo's gonna do whatever. And I feel mm. like that 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 like factor of it is it still needs to be played, but we'll see. We'll see how everything shakes out with that. Yeah, my my only reason I really think they they will I lean towards them doing backwards compatibility is because we had that interview a little while ago with Phil Spencer who mentioned that they lost the worst generation to lose when people were building their digital library. And now Nintendo has done that this entire generation with the Nintendo account system. So I think it would be a bad idea. And I feel like they should realize this to not have backwards compatibility and bring their Nintendo account forward with their digital purchases. Because some people might just say, eh, I just won't upgrade. There's, there's no point. I'm going to wait. True. I'll beat all these games. Then I'll show up three years yeah. in or something. I think the account 100% has to because I feel like the whole reason as to why they moved over to the Nintendo account back in like 2016 or whatever was to like, you know, get everything together. Because remember in the Wii U and 3DS generation, they like, I remember, I think it was like halfway through around there when they decided to like merge the two accounts so you could like switch over. So they were like trying things and we all know Nintendo's just behind at the time. So I think more than anything, it's just dependent on what they're going to do and we'll, we'll see how it all shakes out really in the end. Yeah, not too much longer. I, th I think we'll find out about the next system in uh, probably about four months. My guess is probably like March or April, probably mm -hmm. after fiscal year is probably they'll do it. And then we'll see how that, that shakes out from there. Yep. I think you're I think you're actually spot on. I think March. Yeah, <laughs> we'll see. I um Yeah, thanks for everything. Uh, I'll go now. <laughs> thanks for joining us. Appreciate it. Bye. All right, here we go. Varang's Varang's in. Hello, guys. <laughs> Rang, how you doing? Doing well. I'm big fans of you. I, I watch uh, Newswave every morning at 8 a.m. So I have just one suggestion, though. Mm -hmm. How about Spawncast plays GTA Online and you guys do a heist? I think that would be uh, a great idea. We could, we could do that. I know it's on GTA Online. You can just download it on... I know Xbox just has it on Game Pass now anyway. Right, right. Maybe right. I should make Sean do that. Get RGT on there. And, yeah, and you guys can, have like, the wheelman. He has eyes. to drive us. <laughs> unless, yeah. they, unless they changed it, I know that takes time to get to the point where you're doing heists. At least mm. when I started out, the first heist you do is two man, and then you can get to access to the uh, four man afterwards. We can figure it right, out, right. but yeah, make Sean the wheelman. He has to drive us around while we yell at him. Okay, that could, that could be fun. <laughs> Apparently, misclicks in. Yeah. We will. Uh, we will definitely. Wait, misclicks what? She's in. oh, she's in. She'll be down the boat. <laughs> Okay, good. So clicks in. Uh, <laughs> yeah, nice. Well, <laughs> I, that's all I had. So thank you for having me. Peace out. Oh, thanks, Varang. All right. Thanks, everyone, God. for calling in. That, that was, yeah, I told you, Evan, Evan has no faith in, I don't know, just people. <laughs> my, my lack of faith in humanity has gotten me this far. <laughs> Evan's been, like, burned and jaded, and, yeah, it's... Uh, yeah. 
I mean, we, we've got time. There's, there's more, <laughs> there's more people. <laughs> we did retail for a while together and, uh, they, they tested Evan <laughs> every day. Right. <laughs> uh, we'll, 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 we're going to do another spawn cast plays here soon. I want, what I really want is one that's like that, like the entire community can play. And I keep thinking about Fortnite cause that seems obvious, uh, that are fall guys. Or what I really want is Microsoft to bring back the one versus 100. I think that'd be, I think it'd be awesome to have that, but. Well, we'll see. I just need one where it's just a massive amount of people who can join in. So, but that is, uh, yeah, we need to click back on Halo as well. Click's good at Halo. She's good. No one, no one needs to go back to Halo. I need help. You gotta, gotta pull Sean to the finish line. <laughs> uh, he got, he got mad. So the, the backstory to that, by the way, why he made that tweet was because we tied after winning three games in a row, all capture the flag and the game that we played in, they have this new game mode where you run down a hallway, basically at the other team over and over again until you capture the flag and it's just death and destruction everywhere. And what happened was we lost in overtime. We scored first. The other team then scored. I thought it was over. I, I thought it was done. Cause once you score in overtime, it's done. That's the rule, right? It wasn't. And what happened was I killed 58 people in that game. And I was like, well, I got 58 kills. And then that, that prompted the tweet. <laughs> that was it. It was over. <laughs> so it was, uh, it was good. Uh, I think we have, uh, we have one more person I think here before we finish up. Casual noob. What's going on guys. Can you hear me? Awesome. We can hear you. Yeah. Okay, great. I, I, I muted my TV. So that way we don't have a background audio. Okay, Guys, good. I just want to say I've been I've been watching for a long time, but I got a quick question for each one of you. What is the oldest game in your backlog that you have not gotten to yet? Oh, I mean, I, I have backlog, backlog that goes back to PS One. Good question. Yeah, my backlog goes back to like the NES because I wasn't alive and all of everybody's like suggesting. Like I have to play Kid Icarus. Oh, well, on the on the. And yes, yes. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, the oldest game in my backlog that I haven't played. I've, I mean, I've yeah, like said I for Nintendo games. Have, no, yeah, you have a collection at this point. I, I don't think anything in my physical collection is really all that old that I haven't played. Probably a, only I a couple like... years. Because I mean, the oldest game I have in this room is the PlayStation One Darkstalkers game, and I played that. So, <laughs> whatever. I, I'm trying to think the one that's off the top of my head right now that I keep looking at and thinking about playing is uh, is is dot hack the third one because I have the first two and I never got three or four. Those are really expensive. And that's one of the reasons I want Bandai to do the collection. That's on the PS2. That's the one off the top of my head that I was thinking about. But I guess for I guess I could go back to PS1 and there are there's so many RPGs I could pick from that I RPGs are the ones that I, I always look at and go maybe one day because it's just so much to get into with it, like Vanguard Bandits or I have some really obscure ones here that I look at and I'm like, that's a 50 hour investment. Am I ready to start that now? So that's that's kind of where I am. It's probably in the PS1 era is like a backlog that I haven't started yet. Yeah. What about what about you? What's your, what's your oldest one that you haven't started yet in your backlog? I would have to say probably uh, Soul Reaver. Oh, okay, okay. The controls for the, that, the whole not, series, 
which one are you are you starting with soul reaver specifically because that's a good uh soul good reaver series. from the, the ps1 i remember buying it in the store saying this game looks awesome and then you know i was i was in college at the time so all of a sudden studying came up so i was never able to play it and then by the time i was done with college my ps1 was gone and sold so i yeah. never i never got back to uh, it honestly for like in my opinion this was back when this company i think uh, they were at their peak for writing. And if you can get the, your hands on the rest of some of the Legacy of Kane stuff, like all the way through Defiance, it was an incredible trip as a series. Just really well-written, incredible voiceover, especially in the second one for Soul Reaver. And then just had, a, in my opinion, an amazing ending to the series in Defiance. So I would highly recommend kicking into that. Yeah, so I, well, I, missed, the, I missed the PS2 generation, but came back to gaming in PS3. And I remember that the digital store for PS3 had Soul Reaver. And I purchased it, but then I got all, all the other PS3 games that kind of took time from it. You know, you know what's a real shame is I believe Embracer is the one who has Soul Reaver now. Yeah. So yeah. that's probably not happening, unfortunately. I would love to see that get remastered because they would have to clean up some of the controls to modernize them a bit more. But otherwise, I think that game would be a lot of fun to release as like a collection or just a remastered, like where they put them out for 15 or $20 each on the shops. You you mean uh, PlayStation could actually put it as a PS premium title? So I can yeah, justify that, my subscription? <laughs> that would involve them getting something and actually running it through a PS2 emulator, or I guess in that case, a PS1 emulator, but the PS2 emulator, I want to see them use that. And that's Soul Reaver 2, I think is where they started that one. So yeah, it'd be nice if they decided to wake up one day and go, let's add actual value to that retro section. But here we are. <laughs> uh, well. But guys, I've been, I've been watching you for years. You, you've been every Saturday night for like six years now, five years since the switch came out and it's been a great time. I appreciate you watching casual new appreciate you calling in too. So we'll be, we'll be here every Saturday night in some way. <laughs> not, not showing every Saturday night, but you guys will be. Well, I stay away from the boxes of raisins. So yeah. <laughs> who right. knew they were so dangerous. He does. Sean does now. And yet here we are. <laughs> it keeps happening. <laughs> keeps happening. The allure of the raisins, apparently. But good stuff. All right, cool. There's casual noob. Noob. Off into the off into the night. All right. That is, I think that's everything. Got all our topics done. Let me double check the I think there are still a few super chats to go through as we finish up here. This is from Kevra, who says, I made a 30-minute video in April about the different ways they could adapt Zelda, but at the end gave a long list of reasons why it would probably be a live-action movie. It was the most logical conclusion, yet everyone seems shocked by Miyamoto's announcement this week. Yeah, I think they're just trying to picture who they're going to cast in it and how it's actually going to turn out. Uh, Denizen of Light says, Gamer Tombstone should list all of the games they never beat. Some big tombstones. South Coast says... Remember in the spring, people were concerned about Xbox. Look at how that's totally flipped with Sony lacking. This gen this gen sucks so far. Can we say the most exciting thing about this gen is Steam Deck and whatever Nintendo's doing? Yes or no? Is there anything about like this, this gen? gen. Is... 
for Nintendo, they've been releasing a lot of games. Yeah, Nintendo's kicking uh, ass. Xbox seems to be getting spun up now, but we'll see how next year turns out with where they get their release cadence. Sony just needs to start announcing some of their games, even if they're far away, because people are just curious and they're just there's not a lot known. So I will say yeah. when I got the PS5 this year, it was really fun to go play a bunch of those games, but I did finish them, you know, fairly quickly. And now I'm not really playing the PS5 too much, but it's uh, I like this generation quite a bit. King of DMC says, Spawn, uh, have you done We Sing and oh, you've done Alan Wake 2? Okay, hold on. Uh, you like the insanity? No, I've not done what I may have just read as a spoiler. <laughs> Thanks, spoiler, <DMC>. please. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Strange says, I don't think we even see Mass Effect. I think once Dragon Age 4 is out, it doesn't do amazing and Bioware is shut down. They they got to get Mass Effect out. They have to get that out first. Then we'll, uh, then we'll go from there. <laughs> And Tech Love says Mystic Ryan needs to join the Spawncast. We'll bring Ryan in again in once in a while. He's always fun. He's always fun to have on here, especially when Sony has stuff rolling. But uh, he won't tell you. He uh, he buys a lot of a lot of Nintendo stuff. All right, what? I've seen it. In, I've seen it in person. I've seen him spend quite a bit on Nintendo stuff. <laughs> so he's uh, he's a big fan of all games. But he, you should have um, made a Mystic Ryan exposed episode. Right? <laughs> we'll see. Maybe I'll show up on one of those videos soon. We'll see. We'll see. But that is that is the Spawncast for tonight. Josie, where can everyone find you? Find me at YouTube on Josie Woe. Uh, I have a video coming on Wednesday. It's going to be a banger. So, so. Oh, okay. Good stuff. Good stuff. It's, it's Switch related or something? Switch, Mario Kart on? related. Oh, Mario right. Kart related. Okay. 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 Good stuff. Good stuff. Yeah. What about what about Evan? Uh, you can find me on YouTube at uh, Kimmerick's Project. You can find me on Twitter and pretty much anywhere at Kimmerick's Project. Honestly, tabletop content. It's been slow recently. I've been pretty burned out and have a ton of shit going on. But I got something in the works for just some general videos. And hopefully we can get back on track here in the next couple of months. Be good. Okay. Good stuff. Thanks, everyone, for joining us. Thanks to the Patreon members who called in. A lot of fun doing that. We'll do that again at some point. We have more people on the cast, so you can uh, talk to or yell at them. Either one's fun. <laughs> but thanks, everyone, for joining us. We will be back next Saturday at 9 p.m. Eastern time, and we'll see you guys then.